Welcome to the 36 Questions Podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Anna. We are a married couple. We are married in real life. It's true. We have a piece of paper and everything. <laughs> we are legally married. <laughs> um, we are doing the 36 Questions Podcast based on a study by a psychologist named Arthur Aaron. And uh, the study is actually very long. I looked it up the other day. It's like 25 pages, but the summary of it is he took... To, he wanted to see what would get people to become more intimate uh, psychologically, and he devised these questions, kind of perfected them, got two strangers into a room, they didn't know each other, and then they asked each other the questions, they went about their ways, and then six months later, these two people were married, which is crazy. And what's awesome about that is she invited everyone who was a part of the study to their wedding. I, I say she, but they. I mean, they. They, they, they did, I'm sure there's more science involved in this, but who can read 25 no pages? No one can. That's I tried. I really too many tried. Pages. <laughs> too many pages. And uh, then the experiment was featured in the New York Times in the Modern Love column. Uh, the columnist tried it with the person she was interested in, and they also ended up getting married. Mm-hmm. And that started the Modern Love podcast. Yeah. So we are trying to do the same thing, bring a little love to this terrible world. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and today we have... Just for the next four years. <laughs> well, four years only, this podcast. Hopefully less. We'll see. <laughs> two years. Uh, so today we have two strangers. We have Claire and Kyle. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> That's Kyle's radio voice. Right. <laughs> and I just have to certify that you guys have never met. No. no. Awesome. I have not met. And we met Kyle once, but we have not met Claire, which is... Like very exciting, so we're going to get to know you as well. Wonderful. And then the four of us are all going to fall in love. <laughs> Guys, I can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be big. So we're going to have to kick out your roommate, though. Yeah. Yes. All right, so if you want to start us off, let's go. Question one, describe yourself in one minute. One minute. All right. Um, my name is Kyle Joseph Grubb. I am 27 years old. I was born in January. Capricorn. Hey. Um, I'm, I'm like taller. I'm 6'5". Um, I move furniture for a living, so I have very dry hands. And uh, <laughs> uh, I wear size 14 shoes, so I usually have to buy them online because I don't sell them in stores very often. Uh I have brown hair and brown eyes. I had braces for like five years. Five? Yeah, it was a nightmare. And my teeth still aren't that straight, which is weird. You didn't wear the retainer? I, they told me to stop, and I blame my dad. It's yeah. a long, oof. And uh, let's see what else is there about me. Um, I'm left-handed. I, my knee hurts a lot. And I think, honestly, that's what you need to know about me. That's everything. That's a good summary. <laughs> I feel like I know physical ailments yeah. at Um So tall as well. All right. I'm 6'1". Um, I am older, but I behave very young. <laughs> um, I'm also apparently obsessed with my age. Um, I'm 39, turning 40 next month. And honestly, I've been planning my 40th birthday for years um but yeah I behave like a 30 year old um so yeah my my description of myself um 
I feel like I'm generally optimistic because I've had a, a crazy, um, crazy things occur in life, right? When you had a plan and then everything goes to shit. So now it's like, okay, let's just do what want to do and the best is going to happen, right? <laughs> Whether I know it or not. Um, but yeah, the description of myself, I'm trying to think of like qualities and um, I definitely identify as a redhead and I will always be a redhead <laughs> no matter. And I feel like that's a lot about my personality right there um, because that is essential. Definitely, uh, I hate this word, but independent. I do a lot of stuff by myself and I'm happy with that, which uh, doesn't necessarily help me. <laughs> so yeah. That was a much better answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So question number two. Given the choice of anyone in the world, who would you want as a dinner guest? Mm. Um, this is such a ridiculous answer, or like so expected. But I think at this point, I mean, assuming they could be dead, right? Sure. Right? Um, my dead mom, right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> it sounds so expected. But that would be delightful to like catch up. See what's going on. Tell Hi. her what's up with me. How you doing? Right? Right? Um, that's my go-to. And then uh, maybe second, Catherine Hepburn. All right. I don't know why. No, that's both good answers. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Who would I have as a dinner guest? That's a tough question. I feel like I would want someone that's a good conversationalist. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, I would think, honestly, like someone I was thinking as I, I looked and Neil deGrasse Tyson was the first one that came to my uh. head. Only because I feel like, you know, I wouldn't have to talk ever. Like he could just carry the whole conversation and it so would be, I wouldn't know anything. Like I would learn, I would have to take notes. Oh, and absolutely. Learn so much. So that would be cool. I don't that would know if I'd cool. like to take notes at dinner. <laughs> That's fair. I'd mental notes. Mental notes. <laughs> or just record the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you don't mind. This is for my podcast. Right, exactly. Not releasing it. Just yeah, for my Just for personal use. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, okay. Me, me, me. Question three. Would you like to be famous? Mm. In what way? Would I like to be famous and in what way? Yeah, I think so. It seems like it would be fun at times. Um, I like the aspect of fame that you're able to reach people more and help people more Mm. too, which I think would be fun. Um, I don't think I'd want to be like super famous, like, like Will Smith famous right, or like right. Tom Cruise, like, cause it, you eventually go crazy. Like it's obviously mandatory these days. I want to be like, you know, like somebody recognizes me, but I could probably still ride the train. Right. And then I could also donate to people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The donation. Yeah. Right. I feel better about myself. <laughs> right. Give back. Yeah. I think when I was younger, I there was an idea of fame that I wanted because it was associated with acting. So it was like, oh, yes, if I want to be an actor, then I will be famous, right? But I think the idea of fame now is so different. Like you said, like the Will Smith and Tom Cruise, like there's no, I would wish that on my worst enemy. Like that's (laughs) horrible, Mm -hmm. right? You become some weird, who knows? Um, So yeah, fame, I think for me, I would love to be um, known, and keyword respected in the acting and or comedy community. I think that would be like Catherine Hahn. You know that actress? I know you, the name. You, you totally know who she is. Okay. 
she's amazing. But like, that's the career I want. Like, she's not famous, but she's known, right? And respected and has awesome roles. So that's the kind of level that I would like to be at. But again, ride the train. Right. And be able to give back. Yeah. That's <laughs> all important. All of course. Who knew I would love the train so uh, much? Right? Don't take it away from me. <laughs> right. uh, question number four. Before going to a social event or meeting, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say? Why? I don't. I don't. Um, yeah, I mean, I used to work in marketing, and so I would do a lot of presentations and do a lot of networking and stuff like that. So the first couple times that I did that, maybe I, I definitely would think through parts of the job or parts of the company that I work for to be prepared. But otherwise, I find that I do better without any preparation, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't rehearse a lot. I mean, I like job interviews, things like that, obviously, because I don't want to show them how crazy I am first day. But uh, <laughs> that's no, later. <laughs> that's yeah. Ooh, wait. <laughs> but uh, for most things, I would say no. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I re- if I rehearse for stuff, I get more nervous because then it's like, what if I mess up what I rehearsed? Right. Totally. It's just like more pressure, which is not what I need. Yeah, and I think there's if you rehearse too much, then you don't hear what people are yeah. asking. Yeah, you know, thinking so like, about what you're going to say next. Exactly. You know? oh, they didn't answer the way I thought they would. Right. Uh, so then you have, you're not engaged with yeah, them. You're just like at all. presenting this weird thing. Love it. Question five. What would constitute a perfect day for you? The perfect day. That is a good question. Um, let's see. I would definitely not be waking up early. That is step yes, one. No earlier than like 8 a.m. Wait, that's... Yeah, I wake up for work at 5.45, okay. so that's like three hours. Okay. So definitely not waking up early. I'm probably eating breakfast, which doesn't mm-hmm. happen often. That's That seems important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, what else would I do? I'd probably end up watching Netflix. Netflix. My, my perfect day, I'm realizing right now, is going to be very lazy. <laughs> very, I'm going to do as little as possible, but somehow bring it all together at the end of the day. Hmm. I might read a book. What? Or a no, part of a book. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> Who does that for fun? Uh, and let's see. There's going to be a nap involved, too. I can already tell. For sure. I don't know when, but but it's going to be... The important thing is it's not too long. Mm. You know, like there's the perfect nap time, and I don't do that very I always nap too long or yeah. not enough. So that, in my perfect day, I would take the perfect nap. Oh, yes. And honestly, anything outside of that would be just money in the bank you know, just not even have to right. worry about it the cherry on top yeah right and then i suppose i'd probably try to do something comedy related because i like doing that what it would be i don't know whatever strikes me in the moment yeah but uh see some comedy or something but yeah i think the nap is really what draws my day together yeah yeah honestly it's crazy but i love that no <laughs> it's not crazy naps are amazing very rational yes right but it's true the length of the nap is crucial Mm-hmm. Because the rest of the day can be absolute crap, <laughs> yeah. right? Or then you're up till like 3 a.m. Yeah, because you napped, and that's no fun. Yesterday. That was my yesterday. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> but then you don't want to like set an alarm for a nap, but then you need to sometimes. Yeah. Oh, it's a problem. The perfect day for me, definitely sleeping in, but my sleeping in is like 11, <laughs> you know? Understandable. Like normal people. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and then I would probably, I'd want to do like brunch with a friend. 
you know, like have a lovely, love lots of coffee and like hanging out, gabbing. Um, and then maybe sitting. Also, my perfect day is pleasant weather. That's so, important. I didn't right? think about that. Very pleasant weather because I want to be able to like go sit in the park. That's part of my day too. Pleasant right? weather. Yeah. Now, what does that mean? I don't know. Not too hot, not too cold. Maybe like a, a light jacket. Okay. And jeans. Um, so, yeah. And then I want to say, I do love like a, maybe a dinner party or game night. Oh, I do love that. I do. Having fun. You know, that's it. All right. <laughs> that's it. Whether it's like out to dinner and then back home. So yeah, game night, <laughs> game night, brunch, and uh, yeah, it's going to be fun with a lot of people. Because I feel like the comedy thing, for sure, but I feel like comedy found in the games, you know? There you go. There yeah. we go. We're laughing. Unintentional We're riffing. comedy. Yes, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Cool. Okay, I then you're next. It's my turn. Question six. When did you last sing to yourself, and then when did you last sing to someone else? Um, I well here's the thing does singing with your headphones on walking down the street count because I do that we can definitely count that thank you very much Um, yes I've been I do that a lot and then I realize you know it probably doesn't sound good to anyone else doesn't matter but also don't care right (laughs) yeah because I'm walking down the street who cares Um, and also if it sounds horrible then you're welcome because that's a funny little fun for you um, sing for someone else. I mean, I just think of karaoke on that, right? Yeah, that would definitely to, constitute. That would constitute. <laughs> I mean, it's been last year at some point. I was the last time I did karaoke for right. good reason. I'll go to karaoke, but I'm always with people who really want to sing. So I just support, you know, yeah. it's like, I don't really want to sing. I mean, I will, <laughs> but like you really want to. So go ahead. Yeah. I'm here to listen. Right? Yeah. Fair enough. Listen <laughs> to the, the great voices. Yeah, I'll sing if I have to. Right. If there's time. <laughs> if there's time. But, uh, when, did I last, when did I last sing to myself would have been yesterday. Nice. Probably at work. I I get like on the radio. We listen to the radio all day. So I end up singing along with the radio because that's who I am. Love it. And then so when did I sing to someone else would have been yesterday. <laughs> At work, yes, because I listen to the radio a lot. And I like to sing out loud, and uh, yeah, so every day, pretty much at some point or another, especially at work, because it's moving furniture can be pretty boring. So you gotta spice it up sometimes. Well, but, uh, and what's better spicing than singing? Oh yeah, and it's it's all the radio hits right now, so they're my favorites. <laughs> Absolutely, right? So I'm, I know so many songs I don't even like. Right. It's, it's astounding. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. But listen, you're spicing it up. That's you're right. having a good old time. Keeping it fresh. Yes. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Now I'm thinking I need to go sing karaoke. It's been a while. Okay. Okay. Question seven. You will live until 90, but must choose either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years. Which do you choose? Oh, I definitely choose the mind. Mm-hmm. Like that's just, I feel like the mind's a lot more important. And it's like, 
I'm assuming this is specifically to me, so I don't even think I'd like my 30-year-old body. So <laughs> Exactly. Like, I mean, and in mind, yeah, I mean, you know, you see older people start losing, like, their mind. That looks so much worse than just being right. old. Like, Terrifying. Yeah, I would much rather be able to be like, hey, I'm still not losing it. Like, I can still remember people's faces. Like, that seems yeah. important when you get old. And, yeah, definitely the mind, though, because, yeah, body-wise, like, I, I'm already tired of doing, like, physical stuff anyway, so... <laughs> The quicker I can have someone start bathing me, the better. Like, like I'm in that weird phase where I, it's awkward because I'm not a child, but right. I'm also not elderly. So right. I'm just biding my time until it's time just to get a waiting bath. till you're yeah. immobile, yeah. essentially. <laughs> bathe me. I bathe pay you to me. bathe me in a non-sexual way. Because I'm just simply too busy. I'm just I too old. Too old. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with the with the mind for sure. Although I feel like there would be something um, very like thinking about people who know they're trapped in their body. I mean, I'm going to the extreme of like you you can't move, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's more, um, yeah. I think you can get a little overwhelmed when your body hurts in a way, right? Yeah. Like that can be depressing sometimes. But I hate to be confused or forgetful or anything like that so i couldn't imagine if that was yeah like mm -mm. alzheimer's dementia yeah no i can't that's terrifying to me a prisoner of your own mind right yeah i didn't think of it that way but that's terrifying terrifying. it's like like a 30 year old (laughs) alzheimer's patient or stephen hawking like which would you rather be and I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> tough. I mean, I would think having to type out with your eyes, ooh, that takes forever. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I'm not a very good typer. Not, it would take twice as long. <laughs> yeah. exactly. All right. Number eight. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? Oh, hell. That's a very good question. I know how I don't want to die, <laughs> right? You can eliminate those things. Um, I mean, I just assume there'll be some sort of horrible cancer, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's what happens. Yeah. Like, we're all going to get cancer, right? <laughs> that's like, we live in a world <laughs> where we have enough expo- like, everything is horrible, right? So we're going to get cancer. The question is, will it take us? You know, (laughs) will we be able to, you know, treat it or manage it Okay. or will it take us? So, yeah, I imagine just like some horrible sense. I do know my father and I talked about this um, once and he was like, gosh, I just want to be hit by a truck. Like, honestly, (laughs) just hit me. Like, I don't want to deal. Yeah. So that wouldn't be horrible. If it's quicker, the better. But I doubt that'll happen. Yeah, won't be that lucky. No, not that lucky. 20-year battle. Right, honestly. Oh, (laughs) and then going back to being trapped in your body. Oh, no. Oh. This is full circle. This is depressing. Question seven will haunt us forever. (laughs) I know, exactly. (laughs) All right. Uh, Do I have a secret hunch? I just assume it'll be uh, not like how to say this with not meaning suicide. Uh, by it'll be by my own dislike. It's going to be because like, hey, I eat bad or like mm. I don't wash my hands enough. Right. Like it's going right. to be like, you could have prevented this. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That's yeah. So by my own dirty hands, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> like somehow I'm just going to go in and be like, man, you got, you, you touched the rails in the subway. Like, right. Right. 
that is on you. Right. Like everybody knows better and you still did it. You've done this. And you don't even carry Purell. Purell. Like, <laughs> right. I feel like I've always had always had a hunch of like, this will be your fault. Right. Like, totally. Like, it'll be the one cancer where like, no, that's you. You you, yeah. you you gave yourself this somehow. Totally. Doing something dumb. Well, that's the way I felt when I was younger. Because my, again dead mom when she was sick i was like well fuck it i'm gonna smoke because i'm gonna get cancer so i might as well give it to myself nice. like that's some depression bullshit <laughs> <laughs> might as well just help it along right? just help it along but at least i know i did it versus like just some random chance yeah i can be proud of what i've done right exactly. like i achieved something no this is dark no it's so dark. Oh, wait. My turn. Yeah. Where's, the, hap- where's the happy question here? Right? Our podcast is turning into how to give yourself cancer. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Listen, I got all sorts of tips. Yeah. We get it. Right. Okay. Name two things you and your partner appear to have in common. Sorry. Question nine. Sorry. <laughs> question nine. Name two things you and your partner appear to have in common. All right. Two things. Uh, one, we're both tall. Yes. We've gotten that one out of the way early. Mm-hmm. And number two, we clearly have a penchant for the dark humor. <laughs> uh, that's obvious. Uh, yes. Not shying away from cancer. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So Death, cancer, love that's, it. It's <laughs> definitely, I'd say those are two big ones that have become apparent just mm-hmm. from starting this. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Those are... I'm trying to think if there's something else. I mean, I obviously, hi, hello. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And being comfortable with, um, also just the fact that we're here. Right? Yeah. Like we're game to do something like this and to be open and talk about it. I think that's something. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> right? Definitely. All right. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Question 10. For what in your life do you feel most grateful? Mm, my family, I'd say. Yeah, I am... Um, yeah, I am so grateful for my father. Now, obviously for my mother, wonderful, um, and my sister. But now, since I lost my mother, my dad and I have this whole new relationship. Um, and it's just, so, he has taught me so much. He is um, he is such a, a wise man, <laughs> which I know a lot of people probably say that about um, their fathers. But... There's just something he's so um, he's a retired judge, so that could be tricky. But he is actually very he's not political in that sense and not a corrupt judge. Good, that was my um, question. Right? Was he corrupt? I, I mean, he is from the south, so like you think, <laughs> you know, corrupt judge um, doesn't drink mint juleps on the porch of our oh. plantation. Um, he, not at all the case. Um, but I feel like he he just instilled this um, sense of justice and equality, right? Giving everyone the benefit of the doubt and understanding sometimes the situation that people are in. It's horrible, but it could be beyond their control. doesn't mean, I mean, obviously, sometimes punishment has to happen but um especially growing up we would run into people who he had put into prison and were out but they there were some that were like let's avoid that but there were a lot of people that'd be like your dad he set me straight because he you know he gave me a chance he sent me um to prison once the next time he was like listen you need help or you need so he just that compassion for people um 
was really quite a bit to see and to witness growing up. And then just becoming an adult friend, right, with my dad now, it's after we went through so much. Um, it just, it's a wonderful relationship. So I'm very thankful for his perspective and what he's taught me. Yeah, I can imagine. That's that's crazy. That's mm. awesome. I would definitely be grateful for my parents as well. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, uh, like they, you know, they're both teachers. So they, like, they read to me a lot when I was younger, which, mm-hmm. you know, is good. Yeah. I still read. Um, and then, you know, they instilled learning and education, like to have like to continue to learn even after you're done with school was a big thing and things like that. Always, you know, be curious, you know, and then, uh, my mother, she does, she's a special education teacher and then she volunteers a bunch and then my dad does as well. So I was helping out with that since I've, you know, old enough to know I was helping out and that helped a lot too, you know, to be able to help people out when you can. Especially if you can, you know, there's, yeah. you know, there's no reason, reason not to, if you're, you know, capable. And I think that was important, you know, helping everyone out. And then again, the education thing, I can't even like, as Teach. when I was younger, I'm like, uh, you know, like, of, of course, course, I don't want to go to school. Right. And then like afterwards, I'm like, man, that makes sense. Yeah. And we, I was taught, we were talking about this weirdly with my roommates yesterday. I'm also glad for the things they said no to, like they didn't let me bleach my hair when I was a kid. And it's like, (laughs) there's just no way that would have looked good. Like they knew there was a lot of things where they said no to. I'm like, Oh, like hindsight, you're like, man, they're so much smarter than me. (laughs) They have, you know, my hindsight is catching up to them finally, but no, it's it's been great. Like I'm I'm really grateful that there's they you know they were able to do all that for me, and then you know they've helped me you know financially in times when I was like you know doing dumb stuff right. and being broke. But uh, yeah, they've definitely been a big deal for me, and uh, I'm definitely grateful for them. I love that. Yeah. Did you um, follow up question? Um, did were they teachers in the school? Yes. Were you, okay. Yes. I actually, when I was a freshman, was going to have my dad as a freshman English teacher. Oh. And I told him there was no way. Yeah, that's a lot. I, I mean, I don't think he, I don't know. I'm sure he wouldn't want it either. But I like right. I switched out of his class to a different teacher. Cause, like, this is just going to be better no, for both of exactly. us. Exactly. Like, we see each other in the hall every day anyway. Like, I need my space, bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. Is it my turn? Yes. Here's a problem. I can't remember who go, who said the question. I guess I can actually look at the question, but whatever. Um, okay, question 11. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Mm. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, that is a good question. I don't know if I'd change anything. Um, just like off the top of my head, I can't. Like I really, I, you know, I mean, there's ups and downs like everybody's, but I don't think any of my downs were ever particularly down so right. that's a good thing like we you know, always had like a close family i um i'm an only child so mm-hmm. my parents decided like i was raised at, around all my cousins like my whole family lives in the same town so even though i didn't have siblings like i was raised with my cousins who are about the same age so like i don't have any you know that's fine can't say that either you know i don't need siblings right i like the attention <laughs> don't need them <laughs> <laughs> but no i mean i i don't think i'd change anything as it, it was cool like growing up in a small town in the Midwest and then coming out here and I, it, it made everything exciting, I think. And then you could get into a little trouble and, you know, hide it. Of course. (laughs) And then, yeah, just all your friends lived within biking distance and Mm -hmm. yeah, I can, I can't think, I mean, maybe 
one thing I would change: uh, stores staying open past six o'clock. That <laughs> some place to go at night would have been cool. That's that's what that's, that's what awesome. I change. You're right. No, that's exactly it. That's hilarious. Other, the movie place. Other than that, mm. that was the only place it closed yeah. at like eight. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. To see a movie? No, like to rent movies. To rent movies. To rent. I was like, I had to what? Drive, we had to drive to another town to watch a oh, movie in course. the theaters. Okay. So. Wait, what town? Where did you grow up? I grew up in Belfouche, South Dakota. So get out. No. No, I We're refuse. We're not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> no, That's so yeah, it, that would be it. Just something staying open later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Justified. Um, I think for me, the one thing um, that I would change is a better understanding of money. That's something that screwed me over. <laughs> um, and my dad was like, we did you wrong by not making you, like having an allowance and budgeting and that uh, just an understanding mm-hmm. of it like I didn't like thankfully I came from a privileged family like I'm very lucky and I understand that but now I'm screwed you know what I mean like it's not good not good so it's um it's taken a long time to like understand understand the value and how to manage and budget and things like that so I think if I had grown up with an allowance and had to figure out what I could spend it on and not that would have been wonderful but besides that, everything was great. <laughs> Where did you grow up? Um, in Cookville, Tennessee, which is um, halfway between Nashville and Knoxville. Cool. Yeah. Yep. So I've never been to Tennessee. <gasps> it's a delight. It's a delight. It's either, a delight. How did both of you get to New York? Bonus question. Bonus, Bonus question. question. What? Lightning round. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, I mean, like, I literally flew, but... <laughs> Uh, uh, no, I, uh, after I graduated college, I went home for a year and I, uh, I like worked and then I realized it's like, I should go somewhere else for a while. And it was like, I should go to LA or New York cause I want to try some comedy stuff. And then I knew one person in New York. So I was like, well, that's more than I know in LA. So there we go. that was it. And then I flew out and then, yeah, the rest is in progress. In progress. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. I, um, this is the second time I've lived here. Um, I was back and forth when I was younger as well, but I, my mother lived here and was an actress. And so growing up, we would be here like at least once a year, we'd come up and do a theater trip. Um, and so I left college early originally and moved up to be an actress. (laughs) Um, clearly so successful. Um, and then I went back home because mother was sick. And then I came back about six years ago because I just, I had missed, I, my plan was to always come back. It just took longer than I had anticipated. So. Oh yeah. Cool. You're both correct. Thank Thank you very much. Thank you very much. First question I got right. Yes. Oh Oh, my God. Thank you. Indeed. I was already nervous. All right. Question 12. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? I mean, how boring for me to say this, but honestly, how to freaking manage money. (laughs) I know. I mean, it's on the, it's like on my brain, but also that would be like the freedom to have that. Oh, I can't even imagine. Like that would be... Because that's my biggest weight, I feel. Because I feel like I've learned a ton about myself, personality, and what I want to do, and how I function as a human being. But I feel like I have the chains of money. And I hate it. 
Anywho, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing great. Thanks. Great. great. Uh, what quality or ability would I have? Um, I think the big one for me would be to uh, like calm down in my mind. Yeah. I, that's because I uh, like even for this, like preparing for this, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to do it wrong. And it's oh. like, it's like, but there's like, these are all personal right. questions and they're going to be like, you have your own answers. Like, but it's like, somehow I'm going to do it wrong. I got to love it. And it's going to ruin my life and I'm going to have to move home. And no, but that's like, and that's the thing I wish sometimes I, like, I just get caught up in being like, well, what if I'm, what if it's not what they wanted? Right. Was I supposed to take my hat off when I came in? Oh my in? God. Yeah. Like that. So if I could like quiet that down sometimes yeah. that would be just wonderful well i love that she's just said correct right. on the question you're doing it you're doing everything right <laughs> yeah well doing everything right i'll be the judge of that <laughs> <laughs> everything exactly. but the hat thing yeah. viewers i knew it honestly i knew it that's true that i was gonna take the hat off and i'm like but you know i showered then put the hat on right. so oh, yeah Oh my God! It was a yeah. choice. It was it, a choice. It was a bad choice. <laughs> For our listeners that can't see, Kyle's wearing a beanie. A brown it's Carhartt beanie. It's a car, um, yeah. Clarifying. Yeah, the Carhartt. Uh, I'm, like I'm very brand specific. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Your loyalty. <laughs> very God. loyal. Yes. In my beanie world. <laughs> Indeed. Right. Now, interesting. I wouldn't call that a beanie. What would you call it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but a I hat. A hat. Just like a. a it's not like a cap? stocking, yeah. That's what I would say. A stocking. Okay. a stocking hat. A stocking cap. Stocking cap. Stocking not hat. Not a cap. A hat. Okay. Right? Yeah. Nah, I don't know. Okay. okay. All right. Um, Agreed yeah, I just feel like a beanie is <laughs> m- more. It's smaller. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I think that's like the technical term, right? Probably. But I just wanted to clarify. I like to make up my own words sometimes and use well, them you know how what? I choose. As you should. As you uh, should. Crazy that the next 20 questions are about hats. Oh my gosh, I love <laughs> this. This is insane because I have a lot to say about hats. <laughs> I cannot wait. Right? Okay. What hat would you have? No. Question 13. No <laughs> no. They were true. It's so true. Okay, question 13. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't think I'd want to know anything in the future because, yikes. Right? <laughs> I don't know. I like the surprise a little bit. Um, I guess, no, you know, it would. I think it would be future because be, I'd be curious to see if... Like, moving to New York and everything, if it was the right, like, you know, it's it's right. been fun and it's been good, but was it right? Like, you know, should I have stayed? Could I have, you know, I think to know that would be, you know, a lot less anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> Just to be like, okay, well, I'm, you know, one for, you know, however many times. But, right. you know, to get, you know, to know you got that right, we're like, hey, I'm in the right place. Exactly. Because, you know, you know, I'm never for sure. Yeah. But, no, I think that would probably be it, you know, if, if that, yeah, that'd probably be it. Yeah. Know. It's probably more I'll think of later, but for now, that. I think I, same, I have like two thoughts. The first one is, is this all for naught, right? Mm -hmm. Like, am am I on the right path? Like, is this, I don't necessarily know if I want to know the exact future, but at least like a nod, yes. You know, (laughs) like continue doing what you're doing. Stay on this path. This is, it's going to work out in your favor. And I try to 
think that anyway, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Try to stay positive. Right? Um, I also love this one astrologer. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so I go to her on the occasion. <laughs> so she does kind of tell me. Um, you already know. so Right? Yeah. I totally know. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> so, but the other, it's interesting because I have, um, I mean, let's go vulnerable here. I have a problem with admitting that I want love. So I initially I was like, I would love to hear that, that yes, you will have love in your life, like you'll have a partner. But then I like immediately felt nauseous with the idea of admitting that. So truth, done. (laughs) (laughs) So that's it, because that would be lovely to know. Yeah, just to be like, well, it's coming down the pipe. It's coming. Like, Don't know when. All cool. Don't know where, but I'm ready. Right, that's fine. Yeah. Right? I don't want to know specifics. Again. <laughs> don't tell me anything more other than <laughs> it's going to happen. Exactly. Okay. So I want very vague answers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like positive affirmations yeah. that are very vague. You're not wrong. Right. <laughs> exactly. Just like reassurance. Perfect. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Question 14. Mm-hmm. Is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time why haven't you done it? My first thought was travel, right? Like going to a particular place, um, like doing a uh, safari or doing like going to Morocco or something. But I think more specifically, um, I have wanted to document or record stories or history from my family. So like knowing more about my dad's childhood. Like he's told me stories here and there. Um, but just like sitting down and hearing more, like just having the whole conversation be about that. My dad and my uncle, those two, I would love to do that. Um, just to hear more about their stuff so that when they're gone, it's not totally lost, you know, because I didn't do that a lot with my mom. And so I just want to document some of that and have it. Yeah, so I was going to say travel, but <laughs> no. Right. No, I, I, I mean, that's one I'd like to travel, but it, I, and then when you said not travel, then I was like, I need to think of a new one. <laughs> and I thought right. I should similar document my family. So that's right. just weird. Honestly, that's weird. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was just like, I was like, oh my, I can't think of a third one. Like, right. that's too much. But no, I, I, uh, I would definitely like to see more of the world. I haven't, like, I, uh, I didn't fly on a plane until I flew to New York. So three years ago was the first time I'd ever been on a plane. And I've, I've only seen like maybe 10 States. Like I just, in the, where, where I grew up is like, there's, it's so far from everything. So you don't really go too terribly far. But, uh, I think that would be a big one just because there's a lot out there. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, even just seeing the rest of the United States, I think would be pretty cool, but I always get caught up. I was like, well, I got work. Like, you know, right. I'm, I'm, I got to work. And it's like, well, I don't have to. Right. But, uh, yeah, I think I think that's a big one for now. I'm sure it'll change as I get older and be like, you yeah, know, traveling. It's like, that's cool. But right. I'm also watching all my friends on Facebook travel right now. Yeah. I'm like, damn, that looks cool. Right. Like, I had a friend just come back from Morocco. <gasps> and I was like, oh, that, the desert. I didn't think it'd be as cool as they made it out to be. Yeah. So, yeah, that's. What's your top travel destination? Top travel destination. I don't, I have a couple I want to, I, I always, I want to go to Southeast Asia just in general. Mm, yeah. Cause I, I used to read a lot like 
about just the area and there's so much that comes from there. Like, yeah. yeah. Neg- I used to read a lot about like, uh, diseases and then like also like, <laughs> and we're back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, that, I, like, I was like, how do I not say what I was reading about? And, but I like diseases, but then like, I also read about like, like a lot of the, the, the tribe. And I like, I just love like the Pacific Islander, mm-hmm. like at the museum and stuff. I was like the coolest thing I've ever seen. I was like, this is all so awesome. Yeah. I want to just be able to be like, wow, this, like, it does. It's like, it's real. Like, right. cause now right. it's just like, to me, you know, it's like a, a million miles away and it's like, I think it'd be very cool to see. And then I also want to see like Namibia for some mm. reason. Cause they have the red deserts. Like I just, I think, I think that's where it's at. It's probably wrong, but wherever the red desert is, that's what I want to see. (laughs) No, that makes sense. And then everywhere else. And then everywhere. Okay, great. Probably. Yeah. (laughs) Just like Mm -hmm. a listing of them. Kyle, what diseases were you reading about? Uh, So it's a book called Outbreak or something like that. And it's literally, it's just about all of the like major, like serious outbreaks in human history. So it was like SARS and uh, AIDS and Ebola and there's like a bunch of other ones and they like the origin it, of them origins and then like how like apparently a like the AIDS one was super HIV is super crazy because like they they like they're not 100% sure they have a general idea where it's from and then it was like they think it was just kind of it's a lot of why it's so big now is because of like humans like they said it spread really badly especially in Africa what this book was hypothesizing was that when they used to give malaria injections, they didn't mm-hmm. clean needles. So they would get one guy or one girl that had HIV and then boom, anybody Someone that went else. after him is now at about a 95 to 100% oh, chance of getting it. Get out. And then before they you know, knew how to test blood when they do transfusions and stuff. And they're saying, but that that is really what made it so huge. Yeah. And then with the whole, you know, when it first started getting big, you know, in the, what, the 80s and 90s, it was, right. you know... They blamed it on like the gay culture and it was like completely the opposite. Right. Not even close, but like then they were just like pinning it on that of when course. they were still just doing the same wrong things over and over and over Jesus. again. And it was just, yeah. And he just, he, he documents and he'd go to the places and like try to find where it'd start. And it was crazy. That's fascinating. Yeah. So it wasn't a kid's bedtime storybook? <laughs> I mean, I read it, I read it at night before I'd go to bed, but... Yeah, I, I mean, some of it wasn't quite as bad. It talked about animals. And right. <laughs> That's sweet. A lot of bats, which I think are just the worst. They're somewhat adorable and also terrifying. No, I can't deal. Like, I don't know what it is. No. Like a flying rat that just, like, it's too much. <gasps> a flying rat, indeed. There's that my cousin one of the like second removed or some bullshit whatever cousin okay he and his wife wrote a book about rabies and he's a comedy writer and she's a veterinarian so okay. i recommend that if yeah. you want to I would, that would, yeah i'm gonna have to get the name of that yep yes because that is definitely something i want to read now yes indeed am i next uh, wait am i next I what think... did what was your question oh yeah it's your turn my turn? Okay. I, I keep did. the last one on there, and then I, I do too, so get I, confused. Yeah. Okay. So question fef- 15. Fifteen. Fifteen. <laughs> what is that? Okay, question 15. What is the greatest accomplishment of your life? I don't know. I haven't done a lot. <laughs> uh, honestly, I think one of the biggest things for me, I'm going to keep coming back to it, is uh, getting out of South Dakota for a while. Yeah. That was tough because my, like, literally... My whole family lives 
within a few miles of each other. Like I grew up with all of them. Most of them, any, any of them have left are within a couple hours. Mm -hmm. So that was big. And like I said, I didn't, I had driven places. I had never flown. I've, you know, I'd never ridden on a train, any of that. Like, so Mm -hmm. to leave was big and to not just like immediately go back. So I'd say that's probably my biggest accomplishment so far because it's also like, it's tough to be that far away. And like, you know, like when, you know, ailments, things come up, it's like, man, like, do I just go home? Like, cause that, you know, that's where everybody's at. And it'd be so much easier sometimes. Cause it's like, you know, I have all my family, all my friends are still there. So it's like, I could just kind of fall back into where we were at. But yeah, I think even if, I end up back there. It's like, I'm glad I did it. So I would say, yeah, that's probably my biggest thing is leaving at least for a while to experience something I would have never seen any other way. So that's definitely my biggest accomplishment so far. For sure. Yeah. Similar for me, um, the dream pursuit, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like coming back, um, continuing to return to New York and, also happy I left for a while needed to do that but I think um it definitely could have been I had a wonderful life in Nashville which is where I was living last and I mean I owned a home I had great friends had a good job everything was good except right what I wanted to do (laughs) so it was like okay I have to I have to it was um it was a tough decision because again you're choosing to go to the unknown but um but I, I truly, yeah, I think that is something huge. And I, there, not only do I just feel confident about that and what I'm doing, like I'm very happy that I'm here, mm-hmm. um, but there have been a number of friends since that have left Nashville, moved away, and they're like, you know, just seeing that you could do it and thriving and, um, and they're having wonderful lives in San Francisco and various places. So I feel like that beyond me right like being able to share that experience by just focusing on me (laughs) that was like the weirdest sentence that I've ever said but you know what I mean right like it just it was an accomplishment for me but also a benefit to some other people absolutely kind of take that step first yeah yeah it's it's big yeah Mm. I mean it's seeing someone else do it first right I mean I had friends leave and I was like okay I mean, these are my friends. Like, I think I can do right? this. Like, they're doing very well. So, exactly. why not? Why not try? And why not? Why not? Why not? You don't know. <laughs> All right, my turn. Yeah. Sixteen. What do you value most in a friendship? The first thing that comes to mind is someone that doesn't um, need to have constant communication. <laughs> I know that sounds horrible, but it's true because we all get busy. You know what I mean? And I mainly say that with um, some of my closest friends live in Nashville, um, when, you know, a couple other places, but I, I'm not a big phone talker, right? And so it's hard to keep up with people, but then some of those dear friends, it's like when we get together, no time has passed. We're catching up. It's all good. Like it's not um, – it's it's not um, a concern. Like, there's not a personal offense to it. Um, and a, a step beyond that, we have each other's backs, right? Like, I know, even if we haven't spoken in months, if I do call you, it's like, what's up? 
you know, or mm-hmm. vice versa. Mm-hmm. Like if I see someone giving me a call that I haven't talked to, that we never really talk on the phone, I'm like, oh, are you okay? What's what's happening? And just knowing that there is an unconditional love there, no matter how frequently we talk. That doesn't make sense, but it also does. No, I would, <laughs> I would, I would say the same thing because. Mm-hmm. I'm also really bad sometimes where it's like, it's not that I don't want to talk. It's just like, you know, I also don't want to like interrupt what you're, you know, I don't want to interrupt. That's it. You're having a life as well. And like, I mean, you have your thing. Like when we meet up, it's great. We have great times. We have fun. But it's like, I also don't need to like, you know, hey man, why don't you talk to me more? Right. Like, come on. But, and then again, being away, I am going to hit this thing forever. (laughs) (laughs) Being away from everybody too, it's tough because yeah. like it's you know I go back for a short time and it's like I want to meet up with everybody and hang out with everybody. That's hard. It's tough, yeah. Because and then in you know they're all over the state, but so yeah, I think it's big where it's just like I don't. I'm just like it doesn't mean anything other than I just haven't talked to you. Like because the right. second I see you, it's gonna be like you know I'm exactly. gonna want to know everything I've missed quickly. Yes. So then we can start making new memories. Hey, oh, <laughs> I love no, that. I definitely. I, that's definitely big. It's like that, and I mean. Just, I mean, I don't know, honesty. I mean, it's like, yeah. if you're going to be honest, like, if you're honest about it, like, if that bothers you, then, you know, we could fix it type thing. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, definitely where it's like, you know, sometimes time will pass, but that doesn't yeah. mean things have necessarily changed a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. that honesty, for sure. If something's bothering you, if, mm-hmm. you know, just be straightforward about it. Which is great, because I'm not very good at that. Right. I demand it of everyone I know. No, right. no it's But tough. I refuse. Yeah, it, yeah. but I, I'll, I'll humbly decline. Right, exactly. No, but it's, that. I mean, that's tough, but it's always nice when you have that with people, too. Yeah, so. yeah. There's a comfort level. Absolutely. Knowing, knowing them. Okay. Ooh, this one's gonna be tough. Um, question 17. What right. is your most treasured memory? My most treasured memory. I think I have one. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is also the answer to uh, what's one of the um, hardest times you've laughed that noted from You Made It Weird, Pete Holmes' podcast, which I can't listen to that all the time, but... <laughs> that is a good question at the end. Um, this was, it was um, Christmas time back, I'd say, I think I was in college, maybe I was in high school. Um, and my dad and my mom and my sister, we were at my aunt and uncle's house um, for Christmas. And her, there was other family that had been in town um, for a death. And so we were in the back rec room. And so they had a couple of those hocus pocus beds, you know, when there's, it's like a trundle bed. So they're, it's like a single bed and then a single bed underneath. Right. So it's like two cots in addition (laughs) to two single beds, um, or twin beds, whatever. Um, and so my dad, it was so cold. It was so cold in this back rec room because my aunt and uncle, it's, they're notorious for never turning on the damn heat, let alone in this back room. So we were all freezing, and so we we're all just like a little anxious and freezing, but just having, a, you know, having fun because we're, it's like a sleepover, right? My mom was like under the covers before she got ready for bed, like waiting to go into the bathroom to wash her face and everything. She was like, I'm so cold. And dad was getting anxious about us being giggly, right? And like, gosh, it's so, what are we going to do? How are we going to make it through the night? Because it's so cold. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it was a refrigerator. It wasn't that bad. It was just chilly. 
Um, and so we all finally are like getting into bed and my dad just being very anxious, like, okay, everyone, okay, let's turn off the light. I'm ready. I'm going to get into bed. So he meticulously gets in, puts the covers like up and we're all still, I don't know why we were giggly, but then his bed fell. (laughs) No, I mean the funniest moment of my life like it was such and then i just remember my mom's head like popping up like laughing i mean it was the hardest we had all laughed as a family like dad loosened up and was laughing about it after but it was just such a wonderful moment just a wonderful moment of just pure laughter being together like simple you know nothing nothing too fancy all right so how's I think I got something. Okay. <laughs> um, it was uh, right before I came out here. I mm-hmm. was, I had, so I, like I said, I had moved back from college to home and I was working at home and uh, I was having a conversation with my, my parents. My, it was my dad for sure. I think my mom was there as well. And we were talking and they were kind of like, what are you going to do with your life? Mm-hmm. Not like pressing, but they're just like, you know, it's something you should probably think about. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And uh, I was like, I kind of, you know, I finally was like honest and I was like, you know, I kind of want to like do this or at least come out here and whatnot. And uh, their reaction was kind of like, well, duh, kind of like, of course you're going to you know, like what took you so long. I mean, they were super, I, it was a big deal because I was like, they're going to, I figured it was going to be awful. And they were just like, not at all. No, not that they'd ever led up to believe that. That was again, me being like, right. I'm going to do it wrong. Like, right. <laughs> but uh, it was nice. It was, I, it's one of those I like to think back because it's like, okay, well, even like, since there's been some, you know, my, my dad had some, like, like a health issue like a year ago. And it's like knowing that even when I went back for that, they were like, well, you know, just yeah. because this is happening doesn't mean you have to come back type thing. Like, like so that was a big deal for me because it was like, they've always supported me, but it's like, and it's not like I ever expected anything different, but it's like every time they reassure you of it, it's yeah. like, that is the best. <laughs> Seriously. So that's I so think, wonderful. yeah, that's, that's gotta be, that's the one I, like I kept coming back to is like, it was, it was really short and it was, you know, subtle, but it was No, good. but that's huge. Yeah. It was a big one for me. So. Well, if you're doubting yourself and that choice and then just to get that, like, yeah, oh, we got your back yeah, and we yes. know this is it's right. Cool. Yeah. It's cool. We're going to come visit. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Oh, all right. Uh-oh. What now is your most terrible memory? I have like most one of a very embarrassing memory, like when I was a child, which was nothing (laughs) in now looking back. Um, But probably the most terrible, like the regretful moments was I remember having just like a fight with my mom in high school, just being you know, just horrible and pushing the limits. Right. And then telling her I hated her because I knew it would hurt her. Like that was horrible, horrible. I mean, obviously everything worked out. It's totally fine, but it was, it was horrible. Like, cause I, I made that choice. I remember thinking what could be the worst thing I could say. And I just like spewed that hatred because I just wanted, and I, it was some bullshit. Like, I don't even know what we were arguing about. Right. Because I was home, I went to boarding school, so I was home, and I was probably just going out or doing something stupid. I don't know. It was horrible. Yeah, <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Um, I mean, mine, my most terrible memory. It's 
I guess that's like the most recent I can think of anyway, was uh, I was talking with my dad's health issue. He, uh, mm-hmm. he had gone in for hip surgery, just like a routine hip surgery. He'd had one on the previous hip the year before, and he went in for this one. And something happened where when they like they could cut your bone off and they like replace it with Ooh. a new piece of plastic or something, and they have to hammer it into your bone, and they knocked the marrow loose and it shot up into his heart. <gasps> oh, holy hell! He didn't have a heart attack, but he went into cardiac arrest, so his heart stopped. Oh and it didn't stop long because they were on like it was crazy. Like they were on nurse change, so there was extra nurses, and one of them's like, "What's that?" The other one's like, "He's going in," and they immediately brought him back, and oh it ended God. up being fine. But the thing was, I was in improv practice, and my mom called me and left a message because I didn't have my phone on me. Right. So then I get this call from my mom, and she's like trying not to like freak out, but she's obviously like freaking out. And yeah. then so like I get the call like it's happening, and then I got like I, maybe it was the same message, but like by the time I had found out about it, he was like already in a chopper to the other city where they could look at his his right. uh, heart. And it was like, oh, that sucked. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to come back. I was planning on coming back anyway, like a week later. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'll come back early. And I went to look for a flight and I couldn't, like I could either, it would take me a day and a half to get home because I can't take a direct flight home. I have yeah. to transfer. So it was just like kind of sitting there in like New York and just being like, I knew my mom was a wreck. Yeah. And like my dad would still, he hadn't come up yet. They hadn't woken him up yet. And I'm just like, just like sitting here like waiting, oh knowing that like, I, even if I left the, for the first flight, I would have to stay in like Dallas for like 19 hours. Oh, God. So it was literally, I had to wait a day and a half to come back. And I was just like, this sucks. And I felt back. So like it, was just, it was just my, my mom and her sister and stuff. But like, she was kind of just there on her own when it happened. And yeah. it was just like, and then my dad woke up and I guess he woke up chained to a bed because like he had tubes in his throat that he didn't go to sleep with. And they didn't want to like tear him out. So he woke up not knowing where he was at or what was going on because he was under when it happened. Oh my God. So they had like just like a real traumatic incident. And I was just like, oh, I'm, you know, thousands of miles away and can't be here for a few days. So it was, it sucked, but it worked out great. He's good now. Good. Good. He he walks normal again and. Wonderful. Yeah. That's terrifying though. Yeah. Being helpless. Yeah. It was rough. God. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm-mm. Is it me? Yeah, you. it's, it's you. me. Okay, we've already done that. Okay, question 19. If you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, awesome, would you change <laughs> anything about the way you're living now and why? It's very on brand with what we're doing. Today. Totally. <laughs> totally. We're like, sure, death, got it. Um, if I knew in a year I would die, what would I do? Um... You know, I'd like, I think I'd like to take a lot of things in, you know, places I haven't been, things like that. But uh, maybe for that, you know, short time. But I, I'd eventually probably go home, you know, yeah. to be with my parents and my family and stuff. Cause I mean, I mean, I would like that. I mean, they would appreciate it as well. I mean, it's, you know, but I think if, yeah, if I knew I had a year to live, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I'd, you know, stay an extra week here and get all those pity parties and stuff. But oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, don't pay for a drink tonight? Cool. <laughs> cool, cool. I mean, I'm dying. Yeah, I'm dying. Like, don't forget. It's fine. I'll pay. Uh, <laughs> I love the manipulation. Uh, yeah, but then uh, I would, I would definitely go home. You know, be around my family and whatnot because, uh, you know, they've always supported me through things. I feel like I'd want to be around them for yeah. some nasty stuff too. Like that would yeah. suck, but yeah, I think that would be. I'd probably end up home, or at least if I were to travel, I'd travel with my parents. Like we would do yeah. some whatever we do, we'd probably do together. Yeah. So that would be probably what would happen. 
That's awesome. Um, yeah, I think, I think going back to, um, the question earlier about what you would do, I think I would definitely spend more time listening and documenting, right. From Mm -hmm. like friends and family, just, I guess documenting is not as needed, but, um, but just taking more time to listen maybe. Um, and then I think as secondary to that, I think I would be more open to dating. (laughs) We know I'm not good with that. So I think I would be like, okay, let's actually share, right? Share space and time with someone. Um, Because I live in the world of, ah, (laughs) happen later. But it's like, well, maybe try a little bit harder. You got a timeline now. Right? (laughs) Yeah. I have to fall in love in one year, please. Thank you. Preferably like 300 days so you can really enjoy the last <laughs> like 60. 65, like <laughs> wonderful days. Yeah. I think that would definitely, yeah. All right. Question 20. Beyond what you value in friendship, what does friendship mean to you? I think knowing that there's not judgment, right? And again, that goes with unconditional, like being able to be as honest and real with someone um, and knowing that they, they're like, yeah, share, like there's no judgment here and also calling me out, right? Like when I am being stupid <laughs> or like I'm stopping myself to something, you know, Claire, you need to do this or why are you preventing yourself from that happiness or whatever? Um, yeah, the honest day. I feel like there's something more, but that that's it. Honest, unconditional love, calling out bullshit. I, I say, that's it. So simple. And then list five things. Um, See. <laughs> so uh, yeah. What does friendship mean to me? Um, I don't know. I guess the big thing I have like with friendship is just like, uh, yeah, like I like the, the fact, you, you know, being comfortable and calling someone out or like, you know, being like being honest, like you don't have to sugarcoat things. You don't have to like pretend, you know, it's just like for better or worse kind of thing. I mean, it's like, and it's, right. that's what it is. You know, it's, you know, I choose to have you in my life. They choose to have me in theirs. Like, I would like to think we could just cut all the other airs after that and just like, mm-hmm. let it be. And, you know, I, cause that's probably, I mean, I mean, all my friends, we all have, you know, stupid running jokes that are not funny, but we laugh, you know, just things where it's just like, yeah, it's just you're gonna Ease. be dumb and stupid, yeah. and it doesn't matter because yeah. yeah, it's just, just yeah, comfortability, like just knowing because you know you you can be friendly with people and not be comfortable around them for sure. So I think yeah, the people that you're like, I could be with them for a month, I could be with them for a day, I could not see them yeah. for six months, but it's gonna be you know the same, you know yeah. that, that. I don't know what it is, but you can definitely tell when it's there. For sure. And I guess that's, you know, it means, you know, that, uh, yeah, that comfortability that, yeah. uh, yeah. I have a, um, a tendency to be concerned about, um, how other people are doing. Right. So like if in a social situation, um, I want to, you know, ask a lot of questions and see how things are going, but also just like, do you have everything you need? It's like playing hostess almost. And I know it's a good friend when I don't get worried about that. Mm -hmm. You know, like, 
Totally. It's just, you know, we're just having a conversation. I'm not worried about how you're doing or are you, is everything, you know, like, are we good? Is everything okay? Do we need anything? What should we, should we go someplace else? Like, "Mm, are you bored? You know, that kind of. You you know, they tell you at least. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And just not worrying about their opinion of, of me or what's happening at the time. That's a nice comfort. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Okay. I got to figure out, you would think by question 21, I would figure out a better system because I'm like, wait, (laughs) is this me? Okay. Question 21. What roles do love and affection play in your life? Definitely important roles. Like, you know, the people like I love, like my, especially, you know, my parents, my family, some of my closest friends, like, like, you know. I try as best I can to like go out of my way and as much as I can to stay in touch. Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing. And like, you know, and you know, show I still care and like want to be involved because like being far away, it's tough too. So yeah, I think what like it, I, yeah, I, I, cause I, I don't want to like, sometimes I come off as callous, so I try not to. Right. But yeah, so I would say it's, it plays a big role, but I, you know, it could probably play a bigger role. Cause again, like I, when I get nervous, I just kind of clam up and I'm like, I'm just going to mm-hmm. stand on this wall and stare at people <laughs> when, you know, you so know, inviting. Sh- uh, yeah. <laughs> but when you're, when you're just even just show some people some compassion, you know, and it's like, or even just be like, Hey, like, all right, cool. Now we're cooking. Hey. But, uh, yeah, I'd say, I mean, it's, it's, it's gotta be a big part. Cause that's, I mean, that's how you meet people. That's yeah. how you make connections. So yeah, I, for sure. I don't know. I feel like I could have answered that better, but. <laughs> well, it's such a difficult, it's a difficult question. Yeah. Hello. I mean, I think I've already talked about my, um, my walls <laughs> with, <laughs> I love that I laughed hysterically when I just said that, um, <laughs> with like, uh, not wanting to admit to it, but I think that there's still tremendous love and affection is still a huge part, but it's just more like family and friends, you know, like selected family kind of thing, right? Um, Affection-wise, I do need touch. Like I definitely touch and hug friends a lot um, because I just need that that feeling. Like there's nothing better than a good hug. I mean, maybe it's a little bit better. But, you know, there's (laughs) – but sometimes that's like the best thing just to like hold someone that you know that you love and they love you. It's just such a wonderful – comforting place um yeah and I think I I just I am fortunate that I do have loved ones right friends and family um that I try to live solely on that and like oh yeah there's romantic love too um so that's that's something I'm working on but (laughs) otherwise like love and affection is essential for sure Absolutely. And I would even say on top of that, like on mine, like just thinking when you were talking, like love and affection wise, I've thinking about it. I think it scares me too. Mm-hmm. So it drives me in that sense where like, maybe I hug the wall sometimes because like, what if I right? fall in love with somebody here and I'm not ready? Right? <laughs> like, oh my gosh, why is that so terrifying? I don't know. That's a good why question. Why are we so terrified? Now that's a question that should pop up here. Okay, this is unrelated, but Kyle, I just noticed I you have dimples, which is... I you do. just noticed? I okay. do have dimples. Yeah, because it's hard. You don't notice them That's on people true. with beards. Oh, I'm so and sorry. And I just saw them. I was charmed. Oh, charmed. thank you. They're also not the same height. One of them's Even higher better. than the other. Because you can see this one better because it's higher. Yeah. The other one's lower. 
That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I said it like, you just know, but I am staring right at it. Yeah. <laughs> She's got, a, got some things in between. Right. True, true, true. All right. Ooh, this one's been edited. Ooh. Question 22. <laughs> Say something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Share a total of three items. A total of three items. I'm not going to be cheap and say dimples. But also could. Acceptable. I know. I love that. Okay, wait. Let's go back to the question. I want to make sure. So three positive attributes. Is that characteristics? Characteristics. I do love the uh, morose humor. (laughs) (laughs) Like having a bit of... uh, levity to it right yeah. like having yeah because i find that that's very important for me is being able to laugh at um or laugh alongside <laughs> difficult subjects yeah. right like not at them but finding that levity um there's something so delightful how uh how the connection with your parents and the family it's very lovely <laughs> very lovely um yeah i think there's a curiosity that you have like from reading outbreak and wanting Mm -hmm. to travel and i find them people it's just so boring if someone doesn't have a curiosity of other things right and that's part of you moving here just to be somewhere different and try and i think that's a wonderful characteristic for sure well thank you (laughs) and it's the same back to you. All right. Yeah. Positive characteristics. Um, I like how you're very open, I mean, about your successes and especially about your failures. I mean, yeah. I know so much about your money history already. I, mean, <laughs> I know, right? And Listen, Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's great to be open like that. Um, let's see. I... Um, I mean, you seem very intelligent. Like you seem smart. Like you, you seem like a smart person. Like you just, it, I don't know. I, I think that's great. I mean, again, just you definitely seem like you continue to learn all the time, which I think is important. Mm-hmm. You know, you never stop. And for three, um, I mean, you're definitely. You seem. I don't know what's the word. Um. Like, I guess courageous because you, you know, you came to New York and then you had to come back, but then you, you know, you, you do things not everybody will do, but you're also willing to do them again, which is, yeah. you know, if I left here, I don't know how, how easy it'd be for me to come back. Like that's, that's a lot. That's an, and I mean, and then coming home with your mother, I mean, you know, you didn't shy away from the bad stuff. So that's a big deal. I mean, I think that's pretty cool. That's so lovely. Thank you. Right, we need some jokes quick. Oh, no, quick. Let's laugh about cancer. Yeah. Okay. That's so delightful. Okay. Question 23. Well, I think we know a lot of this. Okay. How close and warm is your family? And do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people? Uh, obviously, we're close. Yeah. Um, we've definitely got, we've gotten closer as I've gotten older, too, which has been cool. Um, you know, there's still my parents and all that, you know, you still have the, the parental aspect, but you know, we're friends too. We have a lot in common. We can, we can have debate too, which is, I love, like I can debate with my parents about anything. And even if they disagree, I mean, it's going to be civil. We're going to have, you know, so that's always been cool. And so we've definitely always been close 
always. What was the second part of the question? It was, it was happier than most. Oh, uh, yeah, I would say so. I mean, I think it was kind of a sad kid sometimes, yeah. like, but I don't think it was anything to do with like my, I mean, my parents are great, so they've been supporting me forever. So yeah, I'd say it was probably definitely happier than most. Like yeah. I wasn't really wanting for anything, you know? Yeah. So, and they taught me a lot of good stuff, which is good. So, wonderful yeah, yeah right i think that's probably important <laughs> um legit ditto like that's weird. <laughs> um no i think um yeah super close and the same like i grew up i was really close with my mom and then after she passed my dad and i have this whole new relationship that's so wonderful um so it's like a friendly you know and he again we do have similar um, ideals, right? He is liberal, which that helps a lot. Um, so, but it's interesting because then we can have discussions and he's always looking at the other side and we try to, you know, discuss, mm-hmm. not necessarily debate because we, I think a lot like him. Um, but yeah, so that obviously very close, very close with that. Um, and close with, I don't have a large family, um, I've mentioned my sister a couple of times. She died as well. And so we were somewhat close when we were younger, um, but then she was five years older. So we went through that time period where we were super close, and then she was annoyed with her little sister. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, like just the mm-hmm. timing of it. And then when she was like, oh, I kind of like you, I hated her. You know, so it was just that balance of our ages. Um, and then we started to become close again when I made it to high school and college. Um but yeah, so then that's a whole long story. But um, so yeah, that was, uh, so that's made with the loss of both of them, my dad and I very close. And I think also same with, I was a very sad child. I don't know why, like there's no reason um, in terms of the privilege and benefits and the love that were available to me. But um, in retrospect, oh my gosh, amazing. Like a wonderful, happy, of course, I had such a wonderful, um, yeah, wasn't wanting for anything, whatever. But um, yeah. but at the time, I was like, oh, grumpy, whatever. Right. <laughs> also, could we send this to our parents? Just yes. This, this would be good. We love you. <laughs> uh, question 24. How do you feel about your relationship with your mother? Ah, well, (laughs) guys, let's just go back. Um, I mean, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. It, of course, you know, it's interesting to, um, she did a lot. She was super supportive of me. And I think that I was an, she almost saw me as an extension of her. Uh, for better or worse, honestly, um, because she had the pursuit of acting and uh, she was modeling and gave that up when her father was sick um, and moved back home. And so she certainly was not a stage mom by any means, but that acting and um, I mean, we did children's theater growing up. She helped start the children's theater in the small mm-hmm. town, you know, so it's like and I took to it more so than my sister mm-hmm. did. Um and so I think, you know, when I was, when I was much younger, I modeled and she really was helping and pushing. I shouldn't, it's not pushing. She was really helping and available to help more if I wanted it. Right. Um, and I found that after she died, I realized how much I, 
I was leaning on that, right? Um, so I had to grow up really fast and look for um, that strength and support within myself because I really relied on it before. Um, so yeah, but it's still like, oh, don't be so supportive. Like, no, that was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. But I just, I learned, I became stronger after she died for sure. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, I mean, I think, uh, I mean, the relationship with my mother is definitely good. Um, she's probably like my, uh, what, how do I, I always think of it sometimes she's like my conscience. Yeah. I was like, what would she think? <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, she's, uh, my mom's very accomplished in a lot of things she's done in her life. So um, I guess I've always uh, somewhat rated myself as to you know what she's done kind mm-hmm. of thing so it's that's obviously made tensions obviously and she's she's you know we're both very like we're both very similar we're both very stubborn sometimes yeah. we're both you know we both think you know i'm right you're you know whatever but we always i mean we always get along we've always been good but every so often you know like we get you know we'll get mad at each other of but course. uh it's it's definitely i'd say she's one of my driving forces because it's like you know she's yeah that's just how we've i think that's just how we've always operated mm-hmm. so yeah, I think it's definitely good. It's definitely good, and I think it's it's been important in my life because it's definitely, like, she's, like, you know, she is the, I guess, she's, you know, a Hall of Famer in sports in my state. Stop. And, yeah, she's done a lot of great things. And then she's she's gotten, she's a national coach at times for the United States Special Olympics, not national, state. She's represented the state at nationals and things like that for special Olympics. And she does a lot of awesome stuff. So yeah. yeah, So it's like, it's it's definitely good. And it's definitely like, I have a motivator there too, which is always good. Even if she didn't know that, but (laughs) now she does. She does now. She does. If I ever show her this. Right. (laughs) If she ever finds out about this. I love it. Okay. Um, question 25. Oh, interesting. Okay. Make three true. We quote unquote statements each. For example, we are both in this room feeling blank. So three we statements. Okay. Um, let's see. We both definitely don't shy away from the 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 negative. Mm-hmm. Like we're willing to go at it and try to find humor in it. Right. I think that's pretty cool. Um it's just I'm three straight, right? Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I mean, we can't go back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> I, was just thinking, I was thinking that would be cool, but <laughs> no. Shall I? Yeah. No, it's know, no, but... it's no big deal. It's like, no, okay. I'll just I'll do it. You power through, yeah. so I can think about I'm it. I'm probably gonna end up be like, yeah, we're both, we're you know, we're both really tall. No. <laughs> no. That's our default. Uh, yeah. Uh, can't miss. Um, let's see. We both clearly have, you know, we both have. I'd say really good relationships with our parents and it's, it's important to us. That's definitely something Mm -hmm. that I've noticed throughout. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, I guess a third one, I'm not going to count the tall one. That doesn't seems like cheating. Mm Um, let's see. Uh, I don't know. That's tricky. I can think of two right off the top of my head. So, well, Okay, so I, the curiosity, I think the curiosity of, I think we both have a curiosity of life, mm-hmm. right, in the world, um, wanting to travel, wanting to experience things different than what, where we grew up, mm-hmm. right? 
which I think is um, a delight. Um, that was the first and only thing that came to my head. Um, but yeah, besides the family, for sure, you know, we both are very close and appreciate. I think that's something that we, beyond just being close with our family, I think we both have been able to identify and appreciate what they taught us, right? And continue to teach us and the standards that they live by that we, um, I think we've adopted, right? Yeah. Those same, like you said, your mom is your conscious and (laughs) (laughs) I love, um, yeah, same. And it's the, like, I would not want to disappoint or Mm -hmm. because I hold that standard, um, my father and mother, but now I can hear dad, um, (laughs) more so. Interesting. A third, we're both struggling with that. Struggling with six things we can say right? about each other <laughs> that is tricky um i guess we could say too we, we we both seem to be um like very aware of the people around us like we're very yeah. like when we're doing something it's like oh my god what are they thinking right oh my god how do they feel and it's like yeah. we might handle it differently but it, it definitely yeah is something that is there no that's true and alluding, we just breezed over it earlier. I think we're both fearful of love. <laughs> yeah, right? that's probably true. Yeah. yeah. I, I straight up said that earlier, yep. I think. Yeah, so. Indeed. As did I. You're in the right podcast. Right? Yeah. Exactly. This is, this is like, crazy. so vulnerable. This is Ooh. crazy. Crazy, crazy. Oh. Um, I love that. Oh, but that was mine. Yeah, you're, so you're it's next. my turn. You're Question 26. Complete this sentence. I wish I had someone, someone, with whom I could share dot, dot, dot. Oh, damn it. Right? Whoa. (laughs) Hmm. I wish I had someone to share. I mean, it's too simple to say my life with. Um, (laughs) That's boring. Um... Very interesting. Very interesting. I think I keep saying this word because it does keep coming up. Um, But I think share the curiosity. (laughs) I do because I think that there's something. I think that's a perspective of life, right? Because a lot of a lot of people. Just like, well, I'm, I enjoy doing these things. This is what I'm doing. Um, and I think the alternative perspective is, you know, I've never done that. Let's go give it a shot. Or let's uh, learn about this different thing. Or just that, that thirst for, um, for knowledge. And not necessarily, I, I long for stories, Right. So hearing more stories, whether it's historical or, you know, about some culture um, or about people. So I think that that interest in other people's stories, for sure. Yeah, definitely. That's that's fun to share. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Um, If if I wish I had someone with whom I could share, um, like, I guess, like, it's, like, my private time, I guess. Like, not, it sounds weird. It makes it sound really weird. Like, 
totally, you know, but I know what you my mean. My private, yeah. intimate moments. Um, <laughs> exactly. No, but like, you know. I mean, just, that'd be nice too, but whatever. Yeah. I'm just thinking like private, like in the bathroom. Like, I, would try <laughs> yeah. I don't like to go to the bathroom alone. <laughs> I love, exactly. I love public bathrooms. Um, no, but it's just like, you know, the, you know, like the dead moments in a day and stuff. Yeah. It's like, you know, they're a lot better when you're not just like, you're like, oh, right? just me. But it's just, you know, the downtime, like the stuff that's not like terribly special, you know, it's like you have all the hype of like dating or things like that, where it's like, oh, of course you're going to like, that's what it's about. And, but it's like, that's like the whole thing about dating. You get past that to be like a lazy bum with people. So I guess that's like, you know, you want to get to that eventually just be like, like, I don't have to put pants on. I can just wear, (laughs) I could put sweatpants on, you know, like super lazy stuff, which as you can tell, my perfect day revolved around (laughs) napping. (laughs) So I have a reoccurring thing. (laughs) Indeed. No, but I agree with that. I think that that's, that's something I didn't think about being able to share silence with. Yeah, absolutely. Being comfortable in someone's silence is huge. That's, um, that's rare. Yeah. That's rare, for sure. The rest of our podcast is just silence. Silence. We're just going to sit here. I got really comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Exactly. We just want to sit, you know, silence. Um, Okay. Perfect. Let's see. My turn. Question 27. Interesting. Um, If you were to become a close friend with your partner, please share what would be important for him or her to know important for you to know if we were to become close friends Mm -hmm. hmm trying to think if there's something I got you know like this is a fake arm no (laughs) (laughs) what if it was oh what in the world Uh, no uh, (laughs) um, I'm trying to think of something just off the top of my head that would be important for people to know I can't get over the visual of you just going boop boop and then popping it was out. So your realistic. Eyes. Yeah, it's I paid a lot of money for it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I guess I guess uh, the one thing I would I try to tell a lot of people too is uh, like if I'm like I guess my nervous my 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 natural nervous like what I go to when I get nervous or uncomfortable in a situation makes me look like I'm just being a dick. Like, it's just like I'm super quiet and I'll be stone-faced mm. and you won't be able to get a reaction. Right. But it's like, it's not a negative. It's probably because I'm just like uncomfortable. Yeah. But it's like, it comes off as way... Like, I've, I've been told that where it's like, I'm just like... You just look angry. Yeah, and it's like, but I'm like, no, no, I'm like, I'm terrified. Like, I'm... It's or, my nervous know, face. Yeah, like I'm uncomfortable yeah. with something or, you know, it's something like that. And it's it's probably gotten me in trouble before in things, you know, because it looks like, you know, you're just being like standoffish. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's not the case. Like, I just don't know what to say. Yeah. So yeah. that would probably be a big one. It's like, I'm not, I'm not like sizing you up being like, right. we're going to do, do this? <laughs> it's a resting, angry face. Yeah, right. It's resting, <laughs> resting, angry face. <laughs> exactly. No, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, my initial thought was when I, um, I was engaged back in the day. Look at all this. Layers. Layers. Um, and that's not necessarily what I would care to share. Um, but when he moved in with me, we both had this. I was like, you have to squeeze out the sponge and set it on the side. That's it. And he was like, okay, all the cabinets have to be closed at all times. Like, you can't leave. It, it was like, okay, these are two things. Nice. I love we'll that. be okay. Oh, I love it. 
And then it still became an issue. Um, <laughs> but whatever. Obviously, I, I was engaged, not married. You see? It was it, a sponges. Right, right. It was a um, But it's funny because now it's like I can't have a cabinet open. Right? It like instilled in me. I was like, ooh. Um, whatever. It's fine. A lovely person. Um, I think... I don't even know if I would have to share because I think it would be pretty obvious. Um, I do need like one day a week or one night a week where I don't do shit. Like I'm watching TV. I can't talk. I'm playing games on my phone. Like I just got to reset. Right? I have to schedule that sometimes not as i'm not like crazy busy let's be honest but um <laughs> but i used to when i still had a full-time day job and trying to do the comedy and acting stuff it was like nope i gotta schedule one <laughs> night where i don't talk to anyone i just like shut down i just have to have that reset for sure it's like antisocial, but also you need me to do it important yes <laughs> all right i think it's me right yeah 28 Tell your partner what you like about them. Be very honest this time. <laughs> saying things you might not say to someone you first met. Or Ooh. just met. I'm sorry. Just met. That's really difficult. Um, but also not. I feel like we've been very honest so far. Yes. Questions. I mean, I'm saying that I don't know you. But um, getting <laughs> uh, to know This is all fake. Right? <laughs> this is all a joke. Um Something I like. Is that what it was? Something well, yeah, I something you like. And be very like. honest. I'm not going to say curiosity. <laughs> um, <laughs> even though I do like that. Um, yeah, it's interesting because some of the questions definitely seem to... I mean, I feel like I, I've identified that curiosity and love for fame. Both of those are wonderful um, attributes to have one I think um, you know it's interesting it's one of those things where when you get annoyed or angry with someone it's some, an attribute in yourself that you don't like right and I think um, something beyond the curiosity and family is your um, being courageous and leaving, right? Making a step, like take doing something out of, um, like it was fearful. You hadn't flown on a plane when you came here, you know? So like just taking that leap is so admirable. So admirable, I think. Um, and I think that's just an example, a representation of a larger life perspective, right? Um, but I think just making that choice and doing it is pretty awesome. Mm, thanks. <laughs> uh, all right. Something very honest. No. I feel like I, I should have been like something totally out of left field. But yeah. go ahead. <laughs> yes, you're very tall. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I guess the one thing I was thinking of was uh, I like like we clearly have like are like we have a lot of similarities that like the recharging thing that was one I noticed is like I have to do that yeah <laughs> like I, I just noticed a lot of our like some of our bugaboos are very similar <laughs> I like that yeah. it's just that's cool yeah I mean some you know 
sometimes you have like weird things yeah. and it's like, oh, good, I'm not alone. Right. There's more people that do, you know, crazy stuff. And right. Now that I can't think of them off the top of my head, it's very, very strong move. But uh, <laughs> they were there. They were there. And I remember. Yes. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's cool. It was just, you know, this, these questions definitely brought out a lot. And we've. Right. This doesn't seem like it was random. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's a lot of similarities, for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Definitely. Indeed. Okay. Oh. Oh, no. Question 29. Ooh. Share with your partner an embarrassing moment in your life. An embarrassing moment. <laughs> All right. Uh, I got one. Uh, so when I was 18... I think I was 18. Mm-hmm. Um, I just graduated high school, and there's this, I, in South Dakota, there's a huge motorcycle rally called the Sturgis Bike Rally. Yes. And it happens every year, and it's huge, and every year it gets bigger and bigger. Tons and tons of people. And a lot of my friends work at this place called the Buffalo Chip. And you get to, in return for working, you get a free wristband to all the concerts, and then you're able to drink and do stuff under it because they right. don't have, like, law enforcement doesn't come out there. It, or it was something, whatever it was. We we snuck around things. Yeah. But it was it, like to be with your friends and kind of sneak around. It was That was why you went out and then you also got paid a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it was out there and you had giant public bathrooms for everybody involved. And they had these weird single tall single stall showers next to each other. Uh-huh. They were made of cinder blocks and then they had pallets on, on the ground and then one curtain for two showers. So um, I was waiting in line one day to go use the showers and it's just a weird thing like with older men they're like super comfortable like walking around naked in the bathroom i don't i don't get it right i don't think i'll ever be there but so first off i'm standing in line fully clothed like surrounded by like a bunch of older naked bikers waiting in line right not not a place i want to go oh boy keep talking Uh, and uh as i'm saying i'm super uncomfortable it's like all right i'm next in line like who's coming i'm like i'm spotting i can see i can see the shower this next so i'm like taking my shirt i'm like getting ready got my shorts and i'm like ready i'm gonna hop mama sprint to shower and like all right cool set my stuff down and it's like hop in the shower pull the curtain shut and i'm like okay cool i did it and then all of a sudden the curtain jerks back and it's the curtain's not big enough for both showers so first off i'm showering i look over and I can see my naked body in, uh-uh. the, in the mirror of a man no. brushing his teeth. No. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm uh, already just, like, super Mm-mm. embarrassed. Mm-mm. So then I'm, like, showering super quick, like, at Wait. an angle. So, like, I'm like, this is making it better. And I'm, <laughs> so, so, so I'm all done. And I'm, like, I'm finishing up. And I'm, like, trying. Because there's right. people, like, watching you. Like, is he done yet? <gasps> no. Oh, yeah. Because they want the shower. Yeah, exactly. I did the same thing. But Yeah. So I'm, like, done. And I'm, like, all right. I'm just, like, it's two, like, strong paces to my clothes. Strong. And. I'm like, all right, do it. Shut off the shower. First step, slipped and fell. No. Butt naked. No. On this dirty, dirty floor, surrounded by no. naked bikers. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And then I panic. So I'm like, and it's like, that's like, you know, like they talk about like slow motion and stuff. Like it was in slow motion. I'm like, <gasps> I'm like, I turn to like get up because I'm just freaking no. out. And I get up and it's like, I slip again. Like, and I fall again. No. And oh then as God. I'm getting up for the second time, I realize like, I'm like, like I'm like eye level with all these men's penises. No, no, uh, uh-uh. uh. And then they finally help me up, and they're like laughing at me, like you're all right. Yeah, and I'm course. just like I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And I'm sitting here. Then I'm like, I need to shower again. Like, right? I just fell on this floor, and I'm like, disgusting. But I'm never coming back no. here again. So like I would go out of my way for the rest of the week I was there, like out of the way to shower somewhere completely different. Oh, totally. I was just like, I can never show my face there again. 
<laughs> oh my god, that's traumatizing. Yeah. But the the comedian in me was like, as I was driving away on the four wheeler, I was like. I can't wait to tell people right? about this story. It was insane. Absolutely. That's the funny thing is that I was thinking as well. So many embarrassing stories. I'm like, but they're funny stories. Yeah. Right? It was awful, but I, it was great. That is too funny. <laughs> Here's a, a quick side note. Um, so I went to school in Montana, and then I was a tour guide in Yellowstone nice. for a couple of summers. And um, I was in a horrible car accident with someone on their way to Sturgis. Oof. So I have like this. Uh, oh, triggered. Right. Yeah, triggered. Yikes. Great, thanks. Um, no, it's fine. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, that was 28 questions. That was no, we tried. And we're out. Um, no, no, no. That, yeah, so I'm very familiar with the uh, Sturgis oh, yeah. Yeah. caravan. Bad, bad things happen in Sturgis. Indeed, they do. They, do. they, they really do. <laughs> I've got more. <laughs> no, I bet. I bet. Um, yeah, one of, it's a... Funny story, I feel, but I was so embarrassed at the time. But again, yeah. as much as I was embarrassed, I was excited to tell the story. <laughs> um, back in Nashville, when I owned a home, when I was like all adult, um, I was having a housewarming party. And my husband, my gay husband, uh, had bought the house right next door. So we were having this like joint housewarming party. Um, so much fun. So much fun. I do love to host a party. I do. Obviously, I was talking about game night before. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we're having this lovely party. I was drinking way too much, not eating, you know, just being like, ooh, social, all that. Um, end of the night, end up being about 10 or so of us around, like in my living room, just hanging out. And my husband had shut down his party. So there was this one random dude that was sitting around the circle with like my friends. And I, we were like, okay, this guy's a little weird, but whatever. Um, he was like an old coworker or something. I don't remember the relation. Um, and so he he was like, hey, do you mind if I light up? And everyone looks to me, obviously, because it's my house. And, you know, that would also be weird, really weird and rude if someone was like, absolutely, in her new house, just do whatever. Um, and typically, like I smoked at the time, again, trying to give myself cancer. Um, so I had told everyone just like to go outside and smoke. Like I didn't want any anything in the house. Um, and also, dude, leave, you know. But I, of course, because I was too intoxicated, I was like, please, as long as I can have some. So the two of us smoked. All of my friends were like, this was not a good decision. Like, we know this is not good. And then just like after a little bit, it hit me. I was like, I'm dying, right? Like, I have to get everything out of my system immediately. So I excuse myself, go to the bathroom, and obviously, like, try to throw up because that's how you become unhigh. No, that's not noted. Um and then my body essentially shut down, completely shut down. I was like, okay, I can't, like my muscles are no longer working. It was so strange. So I decided, I was like, okay, well, I can't leave the bathroom because I just can't walk that far. So what I'll do is get in the tub behind the shower curtain because then people can come in and go to the bathroom and like not be bothered. You know, like I'm a hostess yeah. first and foremost. So I like snuck in behind the shower curtain, but again, I was losing function. So I accidentally like pulled down the shower curtain, broke the shower curtain rod, like broke the candle that was on the back of the toilet. There's a hole in the wall, like no joke, horrible. And then, but I was lying down in the tub. So I made it, you know, wonderful. And then I hear 
they're like, wait, where's Claire? Was that the bath? Is she in the bathroom? And then my friend like came in, saw me and started screaming like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And I couldn't like, I could hear everything, but I couldn't respond or move at all. So I could, I mean, I looked dead essentially, right? So they came, so my good friend asked my other friend to come over and they were like trying to wake me up. They turned on the shower because that's what you do. We like, that's right. We know that from movies. So I, like I couldn't respond and I couldn't like wave my hand or anything, but yet my foot lifted up and switched it to like tub. (laughs) So they were trying to wake me up and obviously for some reason, instinctually my body could do that um and then they were like okay well you're alive that's all good um and then I legitimately like passed out and then woke up a few hours later they had taken me out of the tub and on the bathroom floor like made you know put some towels down had a blanket on whatever that I was in my underwear at that point so they had taken off my wet dress which was nice um but then when I walked I was like okay I gotta go to my bed um and one of my friends who had helped, who had professed his love for me like a week before, oh. um, was sitting there. I mean, it was like four, five in the morning at this point. And he was like, I, I've been checking on you to make sure you didn't like drown in your own vomit or whatever. Like I've been going in checking your pulse and all of that. And I was like, oh, this is And like went to bed. <laughs> so it was like so... It was so embarrassing because I do I did not want to be this I don't want to be this wasted person, you know? But now I know. <laughs> that you just can't smoke pot after I drink a lot. I do like that both of your embarrassing stories involved shower curtains and yeah. Oh my god, it's so true. It's important. Yes, <laughs> it is. Coverage, you yeah, know, hide yeah. it. Indeed. I love it. Yikes. Okay, that was that was my question, yeah. right? Okay. The number 30. When did you last cry in front of another person? <laughs> when did you last cry by yourself? Um, well, I went to see Dear Evan Hansen last week. Phenomenal. Um, and I wept uncontrollably <laughs> during like the last half. It was amazing. Um, so that's an easy one. Because I was obviously with a friend and all of the other people in the audience um so and I like started crying again on this train home like because it was just so good it's so good um cry by myself I mean it hasn't been that long ago I think a few weeks ago a few weeks ago I was just generally sad I don't really know why there wasn't, um, I don't think I was feeling great, you know, just like sinuses and feeling kind of crappy. And I, I, I know I cried then. I don't know if I've cried again because I was just like, this is miserable. Like everything is horrible. I want to get out of my brain and my body. So I just cried. I don't think anything in particular triggered it. Yeah. Doesn't have to. Doesn't have to. Yeah. Nope. Um, the last time I cried in front of another person, it's been a while. Um, it's probably been like three or four years. I, when my mom and I had a conversation, like in the same time period where I was like getting home from college, like I was just like kind of miserable with everything. And I was like that last year home and all that stuff. 
And I think we kind of had like a really honest conversation about everything. And I think it was just like overwhelming because like we'd never yeah. really talked like that. I mean, we always talked and communicated, but I don't think we'd ever talk quite like that. Yeah. And it was like for both of us, it was like it was very cathartic. It was, it was you knew it was an important step. Mm-hmm. And it was like, so I think that was probably that. And then the last time I cried by myself, that I don't know. I can't not in recent moments I can think of anyway. Yeah. I mean, other than when it's really cold and you just, <laughs> your the wind just blows in your face and you cry. <laughs> exactly. I, but other than that, I mean, I can't, I can't think of a, a moment in a while. Do you ever cry at movies or TV? Or um, not, not that I can think of. I'm sure I probably have though. Right. Like, you know, I don't cry. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's, it's exactly. like, I, I mean, I'm sure I probably have. I can't think of it off the top of my head. That's the only thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm sure I've uh, like it's just the one tear right. that that I felt it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, okay, question thirty-one. Tell your partner something that you like about them already. Something you haven't mentioned before. Oh man, that you like about them already. Something you haven't something mentioned, you haven't mentioned before. before. That's yeah. That's the that's the tough part. Hmm. I like your smile. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, the dimples, I mean, we mentioned it before, <laughs> but I like just smile in general. Okay. Very happy face. Smile. Oh, all right. Thank you. Um, You made that too quick. Now I'm going to look no, bad. Cause I, I knew that. I was like so proud. <laughs> I had to just say. Um... I the one I'm trying to think. I like how like you're very uh, um. I guess I, I I think I said this already though. You're very open about everything. I think I said that really early on. Just the fact that I mean it's, it's like so long ago. It's yeah, <laughs> it's years ago. Uh, no, I just I mean like you've you know you open about yeah I definitely said this earlier. Open about the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that sucks. I was <laughs> only because it was previously said. That's I can't use tall either. So. Right. Damn. Well, I accept. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, I that's accept. yeah. Indeed. Is that is that gonna is that gonna work for the podcast? Can we pass. Uh, is that that, that <laughs> like was that done. the was that the first wrong answer? <laughs> yes. Uh, no. Is it? Is I think it? it's you. That's me. Yeah. What if anything is too serious to be joked about? Uh-huh. Um, um, I do think uh, like domestic violence and sexual assault like that. I just it's hard to make light of that. Um, I mean, there are times when like an improv set is done so perfectly and there's a reference or there's something and it works, but Mm. in general, in general, yeah, in general, it's just, I don't like it. I can't, I can't find jokes about that too much. Um, definitely understand that. That's, (laughs) um, I guess uh, my, my beliefs always been like, you can make a joke about anything, mm-hmm. but 
you have to be prepared for the consequences. Like, you know, it's just because you thought it was funny doesn't mean it's going to, you know, it's going to be good. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's going to be okay. But I guess I like, I don't know. I don't really like, you know, there's obviously things I wouldn't joke about. Obviously, you know, I'm going to steer clear of like some, you know, some of the tough, like, especially with, you know, rape and sex, things like that. It was just like, you know, I don't, I don't want to talk like that's a lot. I mean, but again, I mean, if I don't, you know, somebody else can, I guess. Maybe they can figure right. it out. Because, right? again, you're like every software, you're like, how do they do that? Like, right. that was, I'm laughing way too hard at that. Yeah, and I think I'll also add to mine, I think, because I have seen female comedians make some wonderful jokes, because they're, it's commentary, mm-hmm. right? Versus making fun of it, Yeah, I think. Yeah. And it also, for me, it depends on who's saying it. Absolutely. If it's yeah. a person, like if it's a race thing and it's someone that isn't, um, what's the word I'm looking for? That Here's the thing. If you shouldn't be talking about it because you're not um, challenged with it yourself or you're not identifying, you know what I'm trying to say? If you're not uh, marginalized. Okay. Yeah. Then that's tricky. That's Absolutely. very tricky. Yeah. That's, that's why I was like, hey, go ahead. Go for it, but right? It's probably gonna suck, right? <laughs> exactly. It's probably gonna be horrible. You're probably by the gonna way. regret it. Yeah, but yeah, being able to making commentary on things can definitely be funny, but um, the nature of the joke mm-hmm. is tricky. Is it me? It is you. Okay. Question thirty-three: If you die today without talking to anyone. I love so much death. We're back. Um, <laughs> without talking to anyone, what would you regret not having told someone and why haven't you told them? I guess maybe my big thing would be uh, telling people around me how much I appreciate them mm-hmm. because I probably don't say it enough and I probably haven't because I'm, I don't know. Like I sometimes I'm stubborn. We're like, you know, actions speak louder than words. <laughs> totally. like, but they really don't. Like they sometimes you really well. Yeah. But it's like it's like you already know. Like you're resting like mean face. So people right, are like right. not going to be able to read you. So it's like you know that doesn't work. <laughs> but it's one of those. I guess you know. I could tell people around me like you know appreciate what they do for me, especially. But even mm-hmm. just for being around me, you know, mm-hmm. appreciate that. I probably don't say that enough to just everyone in general. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I mean, I, I tell my, you know, every time I talk to my parents, you know, we tell each other we love them. So it's like, I don't, right. it's not a question of that. So right. yeah, definitely showing everyone else the appreciation they probably deserve. Mm-hmm. Well, the second part is why haven't you? Oh, I would say a lot of it's stubborn. Like again, just being stubborn. Speak. Yeah. Okay. Not even that too. It's like, sometimes you just like, I don't, you don't think about it. Like, right, you're just right, like right. oh, we're friends. Like it's cool. Like we're right, cool. Right. But it's like, you know, people, you know, obviously like I know I appreciate hearing that stuff. For sure. So why wouldn't someone else, you know, like me, you know, yeah. I'm sure, and you know, sometimes I'm sure, you know, I, I can be a pain in the ass. So it's like letting someone know, like, hey, thanks for not like hitting me. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. And that, that would be, you know, just making sure, you know, I appreciate what they do. Yeah. Uh, if you want to tell us you appreciate us, we're right here. We are standing by. <sighs> <laughs> no, I, this is, this has been great. I do. I, I have been. I do appreciate yes. bringing me on here. This has been fun. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, it's been enlightening. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, I think for me, it would be telling my dad's wife um, 
how thankful I am for her. Um, we definitely had a rough go, right? When they, it wasn't like too soon or anything like that. And in fact, um, I mean, I've known her my whole life. Her children are, her youngest is a year older than me. We grew up together, like know each other. And her husband died from a brain tumor, which is what my mother died from. So we're able to all like talk about, you know, mother and dad and it's not weird, you know, like there's not some weird, um, like divorce awkwardness or something, you know? Um, so that's wonderful. And I think it took a number of years just because she has just a different way of communicating. Right. And so I didn't, um, warm up to it very quickly. Um, and it took us a while. And then after, um, there was a shift after my sister died when I realized how important she was to my dad. And I re- at that point I was like, yeah, this is, this is good. And we've certainly, our communication has, um, like I don't call her and talk to her, you know, I'm call- I talk to my dad all the time. Um, but then we communicate when, if there's something to discuss. So I think I, I just haven't shared with her. I don't know why. I don't know why. I mean, I've done it in my own little way um, by writing a nice note at Christmas time, you know, and little stuff like that. But I haven't told her that shift and how much I appreciate. No. I'd like to think that she knows that, but it's always nice to hear, as we said. Because actions speak louder than words. Yes, apparently. (laughs) I love it. Is it me? I think it's you, yeah. No, no, no. I did the regret talking, not telling someone something. Oh, yeah. Look at that. All right. <laughs> Number 34. Oh, my gosh. We're so Guys. Oh. Your house catches fire. <gasps> <laughs> After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to grab one last thing. What is it and why? You know, I feel like this is a question that often you think up, right? For some reason. Or is it just me? Okay. Um, <laughs> great. Yeah, just me. Um, I feel like pictures is such a big thing for me. Like wanting to get old family pictures. Um, I have a bunch of albums in one like side table. So to cheat, I would say the side table with everything in it. Um, but, I mean, would it be one album? Maybe? I don't know. Maybe the album, um, like the photo album from our last like family trip, when it was all four of us and it was a lovely trip. Maybe I'd do that one. Of all, but yeah, the pictures I feel the most important, and I haven't. That's an ultimate goal, right? To scan all of them, like the old pictures. Woo, we gotta do that little by little, and I'm not done. So that's tedious. That's tedious. Very tedious. Because if that was the case, then I'd just be like, I'm getting the hard drive. But I don't. (laughs) Put it on the zip drive. But it's in the cloud. I don't even need to grab it. Exactly. I don't know how to get to it, but they're all there. But I know where it's at. Probably. Either if I was to cheat the whole side table or that album. I like the visual of you carrying a whole side <laughs> yeah. table. Side table. Like yeah. there's no way I could lift it. So like no way. <laughs> well, you, you, you knew you had one, you had a dolly ready. Like you had right? some wheels. So you were ready. It's my You're hand prepared. truck. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So one last thing I would grab. 
Um, I guess so. Speaking living here, I don't have like a lot of things. Where right. I'm like, no, nah, I need that. But uh, I guess the one thing I would probably grab, um, I have. Well, I'm gonna cheat as well. I have two blankets, oh. two, but I can wrap them together. And it right, looks it's like, like one. one. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they're one of them's my mom made, and one of them my grandma made, oh. and they're both. Well, one of them's a lot older, and the other one's newer. But they're handmade. It's the only thing I have that's like, you know, not bought or something. Right, so, right. if I'm, again, if we're talking my apartment, there's just I don't have a lot that right. I care about like that anyway. Are they quilts? Are they knitted? Quilted. Uh, Quilted. One of them's made out of. Oh, they're both made out of old denim. Stop. So my Neat. yeah, the one my grandma made. It was like my grandma and my mom got into quilting, uh-huh. and that was like one of the first. So it's like a bunch of old. I think it's a bunch of old jeans from like my cousins or just wherever oh, she got them for yeah. free. I think. And that one's that one's got to be like like fifteen or sixteen years old now. It's falling apart. <laughs> and then the other one is newer, but it's the same thing. It's made out of right. denim and flannel. But, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, they, my mom, they make, yeah, it's like her little side thing. Yeah. She quilts and for people and my grandma does as well. So yeah, they're very nice. Yeah. They're very, very nice they're professional. People, they're professional. Right? Yeah. That's very nice. Yeah. All right. <gasps> Guys. Question 35. We're there. What the hell? Okay. Question 35. Of all the people in your family, whose death would you find most disturbing <laughs> and right. why? I love oh. laughing at this. All right. <laughs> Finally, the question I've been I waiting know. for. Gosh, building up to this. I love it. Time to pick a favorite parent. Right? <laughs> this is it. This is a terrible question. I know. Um, I guess I, I mean, I'd be pretty upset if I lost... Either my right. either my parents. Let's put let's preface that. Mm-hmm. I don't think either of them would be easy by any means. Certainly. But uh, again, I think I think I'd probably. That's tough. I think I might. It might be a bigger deal if I lost my dad, mm-hmm. because. Um, I don't know. We have an ease of communication that's like completely different and it's like again I've, I've said it before like i think my mom will always be kind of like right there as my yeah. kind of like it'll never she'll never be too far but uh yeah it i think that one might be more because but i don't know yeah that's i don't know because it's like you know in the moment who knows but because they both would be i mean being an only child there's you know the three of us so right. i think both of them would be pretty awful yeah but yeah maybe i don't want to answer uh, <laughs> no uh i We'll say, yeah, we'll say my dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Question mark at the end. Question mark, exactly. Disclaimer, not really. Disclaimer. Could, either one. I like them both very much. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, obviously, my dad. Uh, because then it'd be just me. Um, but yeah, I think when when you're younger, <laughs> um, oh, I think man. there's that thing, like when you're younger and people ask... Um, her, like if friends, parents are divorced and have to choose like, or who would you rather live with? Or like that, essentially picking a parent. I think when I was younger, I definitely would have been like, oh, I cannot lose my mother because I was so close with her and I wasn't that close with my dad growing up because we're both very stubborn. And so therefore we just fought all the time. Um, but oh my gosh, I'm so happy that if it had to be one, now I have this whole relationship with dad. Silver lining, honestly. Um, so yeah, but I also feel, I mean, truth time. Um, I also am like just waiting for my dad to die, which sounds horrible, but it's true because it's a, it's a matter of time. 
right? Like oh. that's what, so it's anytime travel or anytime I like don't hear from him for a certain, I'm like, fuck, it's time. Like I'm just, I'm always waiting for the bad news. But it's the nature of having lost two people already. Yeah, that's always going to be. Yeah. obviously grandparents and all that. But yeah, it's just kind of that I'm just waiting. And I used to be very concerned. Um, I had this moment a few years ago where I went home and I was like, yeah, when dad dies, I'll have no reason to come back to this town. Like, no, like I'm not going back to visit. And now I don't feel that way. And that's nice. Now I feel like I could go and stay with dad's wife's family. I don't say stepmother because that's weird. But anyhow, because they like got married when my th- when I was in my 30s. You know what I mean? Like, my mom, you know, it's Julie. Um, <laughs> that's her name. It's not stepmom. Shout out to Julie. Shout out. What's up, Julie? Indeed. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, it's going to suck. Yeah. I just hope it's later. Right? Absolutely. Yep. Last question. Oh my gosh. We've made it. Question 36. (laughs) Share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she would handle it. We know my problems. (laughs) <laughs> we've discussed my problem financially um, but I'm trying to think yeah I mean I don't um, I get it you want me to move on car um, <laughs> um, I think I, a problem that I have is if I do get in that situation of like I fucked up and overspent or I'm, um, I'm just annoyed at my own behavior (laughs) in that respect. It's like, how does that not completely debilitate me? Like that's when I just kind of shut down. I get super depressed. Um, because it's my own actions and I know better. Right? Um, Do you have advice? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, boy. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Um, I I mean, it's tough because it's, yeah, I don't Just don't let it. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I mean, just don't be so hard on yourself. I mean, it's, I mean, there's worse problems. I mean, you know, it's, and not to make, like, not to trivialize this, but. I mean, you know, it obviously hasn't like bankrupted you. Like no. you've you've always come back from it. So, you know, I mean, you know, it can be you can be bummed about it, but you don't have to be like crippled by it. Because I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you seem to continue to you know, you. I mean, you didn't like walk here, did you? From like no, I did not Pennsylvania because you couldn't afford. So I mean I don't know I, just don't be so hard on yourself I guess yeah. it's gonna happen buy cool stuff but buy cool stuff <laughs> all right fine you told me to buy cool stuff I'm yeah. gonna buy cool stuff gotcha yeah. uh, all right so a personal problem of my own hmm let's see I have let's see a problem I have I'm very bad at managing my time. <laughs> 
Mm. Very bad at managing my time. Yeah. And I get in this bad aspect, like, especially with jobs. Like, I'm like, well, if I've got a job. i got to do anything the job asks me because they gave me the job. And, and it's like, and then it's like, I get done with work and I'm like, well, I have to go to sleep until I work tomorrow because, you mm. know, mm-hmm. got to be fully rested for the work. Yeah. Like, how do I stop doing that? Because <laughs> I don't even, it's like the job is was a means to not, you know, be homeless. So right. it's not like I care about it, but. Are you finding yeah. that you don't have time to do fun things well it's not even that it's like a mindset where like i could probably have time but i'm always just like i exhaust myself on things i don't really care about i guess that's more of it yeah yeah i like over like i yeah i heighten things that i don't care about where it's like but this is like you don't need like it's work like it's moving furniture like sitting at home being like if i did it a different way (laughs) i wouldn't have put a hole in the wall oh well that's helpful (laughs) um yeah, that's, um, well, I think there's something to, it's it, it's not that you don't care about it, it's that you want to be a good em- employee, you want to do good at your job, you're not half-assing it, right? Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, definitely, it's definitely a lot of that, but it's also just like, I don't, like, there's definitely not, no need to think as much as I do, because it's right. like, you know, there's not a lot of outside thought that needs to go into a lot of this, like, oh. Well, if you've been doing it for a while, you also learn from how you've been doing it so you don't have to like prepare planning as much maybe as what you're doing right yeah i mean my well my big thing is and it's just like i just like don't do anything outside of work like i'm always like you know i should be doing more writing and doing Mm -hmm. more comedy and things like that but i'm just like i'm tired that's so easy and it's like you know i gotta you know i got work yeah it's i just think i just you know i need to reprioritize i guess the big thing but it's just like or just get a new job or there's that and do that at a new job (laughs) <laughs> well, that's a problem, right? Because it's yeah. not necessarily the job. It's just how. Yeah, it's unless, the I mean, if it is physically taxing, then obviously you are going to be tired. Yeah. I mean, that's part of it. But I mean, it's pretty much any job I've ever had. But most of my job has been physically yeah. taxing. So I guess maybe I should find something. Maybe something different. But then do you want to sit like at a computer? Yeah, I don't know. Or a phone? That sounds. I don't know. This hasn't been so bad. So. Right? <laughs> if, maybe I'm just going to start a podcast. Uh, you are not getting paid for this. Oh. <laughs> erase this. Erase uh, this. All of it. I Delete. Was, I was promised something. <laughs> I don't recall what it was, but it was a lot. Some payment. It was a, it was a lot something. of something. <laughs> so you may think you're done with the 36 questions, but, you, yeah, have, yeah, but you have a bonus round. A bonus round. This, this Claire, if you would like to read your last card. Oh, my God. Oh, are you God. ready? No. Are you ready? Never. <laughs> Never. This is this is intense. Here's the question: Is it going to be silent? Yes. It is supposed to be silent. Yeah. Okay. Silent. Stare into your partner's eyes for four minutes. Oh my goodness! I've never looked at someone for that. <laughs> I don't think I've looked at myself in the mirror. That long. No. So Arthur Aaron includes this because on a daily basis you almost never stare at someone's yeah. eyes. Mm-hmm. And even people who are good at eye contact can only do it for a few seconds at a time. Um, so just four minutes of staring. Four freaking minutes. Yeah, and for the people at home, well, we're going to definitely cut it down because you don't want four minutes of nothing. Uh, but rest assured, we are here. Uh, it's so happening. That it's hap- Certifying that it's happening, yes. Nope, four minutes of silent podcast yeah. time. You're going to just listen to you're dead gonna, air. You're going to actually hear the tension. Right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm going to start sweating and breathing very hard. 
Exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. Timer is right, wait. starting. Okay, don't want to start, don't start early. <laughs> don't want to start early. <laughs> and, and now. All right. okay. We did it. I want to commend you both. Thank you. You're one of the only two guests who actually followed the rules. Yes, and you didn't talk. Yeah, most people talk and wow. do all sorts of things they're not supposed to. So oh. thank you for no following problem. rules. But yeah, I don't know if you were supposed to hold your breath, though, because I heard you guys going. <gasps> what was that? <laughs> That's funny. I didn't, funny. I didn't uh, intend I didn't even, to do that. <laughs> Kyle's face is blue right now. <laughs> That's that's nearly I can't feel my hands. That makes so much sense now. So how did that feel? Uh, when you were leaning in, I was like, "Oh, it's already." I was like, "That was quick," and then you said halfway. I was like that's exactly what I thought it was. So. Yeah, it felt yeah. exactly like four minutes, but it honestly felt shorter to me. It definitely wasn't as difficult as I thought it was no. going to be, though. Not even close. I agreed. Although I had like, for, I don't know what it was. I kept focusing in on your right eye, like not both of them specifically. <laughs> I was looking. Well, your left eye. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> it's like I kept like noticing. Right? I'd like stare to the one eye specifically. It was weird. That's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Anna has an important question for you. Yes. Are you guys in love? <laughs> <laughs> I think I love him as a person for uh, sure. Yeah, Aww. we're definitely we're definitely going to be friends. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. That's great for sure. Um, so, what did you guys think? I mean, you walked in as strangers. Mm-hmm. You did the thirty-six questions and the staring into each other's eyes. What did you think of the whole experiment? I mean, it's fascinating because I think it's um, on a personal note, it's. I mean, any time to reflect, right? And think back on um, memories or, um, yeah, values that you hold. But then also taking the time to hear and listen. And again, going back to that, like, storytelling. um, I feel like I've grown just by listening to... That's, like, so cheesy. I know, I'm sorry. (laughs) But so true. But, like, I, I feel blessed and honored... Oh. <laughs> to know what I know about you now. Oh. Uh, yeah, I think it's. I think it was great. I think it's very cool. Um, you kind of skip all the the little stuff. You get like right. you learn something about people. You get those. You, it's you get relate. There's a relatability you immediately get. Like uh, yeah, like you definitely. You don't have to have that like build up because it's like you kind of cut to it right away and. Uh, yeah, I think it's good. I mean, you hear things from people you would definitely, you may never hear. And to hear that right away is cool because now it's just like, oh. It's like now if I saw you randomly, I was like, I wouldn't right. even cry. I was like, oh, I can stop and talk to her because it's going to be totally cool. But if it had been like the first time I met her, I'd have been like. <laughs> You'd look so angry. Yeah, I'd, I'd be, like, no. <laughs> I'd be like, no, thank you. Exactly. No, thank you. Indeed. No, I think I think it's I think it's definitely very cool. It'd be something I could see, you know. It'd be weird to like, hey, I hope you don't mind. I brought thirty six questions. <laughs> That'd be amazing. All of them about death. Right. But, or uh, I just make them. Yeah. Death. <laughs> but, but I, I mean, is this different than the regular dating questions where you're like, what kind of music do you like? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Well, it's yeah, you you skip the fake question. Well, I mean, those questions aren't fake. Like surface. Yeah, it's like, oh, do you like music? Like, Rude. of course you like music. Right. Like, I like it all. Yeah, can we not hate each other? Right. <laughs> no, I, I, I think, yeah, if you, if, 
if you were like if people were willing to be like dishonest right away I think it'd be awesome but yeah that's I mean that's if I wasn't in like a like this kind of like a safe place like I knew it was like controlled and stuff I don't know it'd be a lot harder to do outside of a place like this that's for Mm -hmm. sure but I'd definitely be willing to try it again for sure yeah absolutely and listeners, would you like to try it? That oh, sounded nice. so yeah. cheesy. <laughs> that was an excellent segue. <laughs> if you want to be a guest on 36 Questions, you can email us directly at 36qpodcast at gmail.com. And our website now. Yeah, that's www.36qpodcast.com. I like that reaction. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. Go there. Websites. Um, They're great. If you'd like to see a picture of Kyle and Claire, they will be up on the yeah. website. And the hat. You're not going <gasps> to want to see a picture. Because <laughs> none of them, I, I don't have this hat on in any of them, so you're not going to get the full effect. Oh, the light gets. <laughs> so we want to thank you guys for being on the podcast. And as a thank you, I mean, you guys are both in comedy acting writing everything uh we are gonna let you go ahead and plug anything you would like uh, as far as where can people find you twitter you maybe you do maybe you're doing a show um anything you would like to say my gosh so much (laughs) no honestly not at all um i guess my my social handles are all the same it's claire pounds it's claire lbs um Because seems Burns, um, <laughs> or my website. I just, Burns, I just got see? that. Oh. All right, Claire Burns. <laughs> my middle name is Louise, so it comes together. You say Claire Louise Burns, um, and then, yeah, my website Claire C L A I R E Burns dot com. All right. Um, <laughs> I have social media, but I don't use it a lot. You can feel free to not see what I post, but I think all my handles are the same too. And I believe it's Grub and Tug. Grub and Tug. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Is that not my? Is that no, my Twitter? That I think it is. I'm, I, I know for sure that's my Instagram is Grub and Tug, but I also don't post on there. So G R U B B N T U G. Grub and tug. Uh, there's not a lot going on. There's not a lot going on. That's the best thing I've ever done with them. Was the name, but feel free. Feel free. We'll follow them. Maybe one day. Yeah, you'll someday. get a wild hair and post something. And I probably have shows, but I don't know. Thanks so much for coming on and for people listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, leave us reviews oh, yeah, leave on, us a review iTunes. on iTunes. We'd really appreciate that. Oh, and sweet. if you're a business, if you want to sponsor us. Yeah, yes. if businesses can listen to podcasts, you know. Yeah, if you like talking about <laughs> death and you want us to read your name death. while we talk about death. If you're a business that would like to give the guests hand up free free swag, oh. also great. Ooh. Also That's great. That's very good. If you're the town of Burgess, South Carolina, what's wrong with you? <laughs> what was it called? Sturgis. Sturgis, Sturgis, South, like, Sturgis South Dakota. Sturgis, South Dakota. If you're in Sturgis, South Dakota... Uh, here, you know, heads up for the hundredth. Right. Congratulations <gasps> for getting radio. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I I am upset now. Right. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you.